Hello. Hi, Internet. Welcome back. We're gonna get started. Let's do. Hi, Internet. My name is Todd, and uh, I'm gonna be playing some Dungeons & Dragons today uh, with a bunch of my friends online. Thank you for joining us. Um, if you're joining us through live on YouTube or Twitch, uh, we uh, right now we're playing Wednesdays starting around 9, hopefully 9. Um, and then the rest of the time, you can also check us on replays. Uh, you can also check the audio podcast version, which is available on all the podcast places. So uh, iTunes, Podbean, etc., etc., Spotify, Spotify, bunches, bunches of places. So wherever you get your podcasts, you're welcome to join us there and catch up on our catalog. We got a couple of campaigns under our belt. We also do Shadowrun. So uh, don't if you like Dungeons and Dragons uh, and you like cyberpunk, well, imagine they had a bastard child. Yeah. And uh, and the child is angry. Yeah. And owned by corporations. Yeah. Too real. Anyway, um, so today we're going to be jumping around a little bit. Uh, we're going to be doing some Dungeons & Dragons. It's our homebrew campaign uh, in uh, the world of what we're calling, so far, The Balance. Now, here's the catch. Names are up for grabs, so if you're watching us live, you can make suggestions, you can have input in the game. We'll call out for names, we'll, if you get an idea for what is called a plot point. So you can message us in chat live, and we'll put it on the list, and we'll work it in as soon as we possibly can into the game. And that's that's how plot points work, if you're watching live. Uh, also, uh, well, let's let's meet the table, and we'll dive in with all the rest of it later. So, here we go! Hi, everybody. Welcome to the stream. Uh, hi. I, oh, wait, hold it. Got to turn your microphones on. There we go. Now try. Hi. <laughs> it's, a, it's a good thing we were all quite silent for the first one. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So it's a full... I, I'm going to yell at my tech, tech support guy. I've got my PA over there. Um, it's me. I'm doing this by myself i'm gonna make up some mistakes so anyway uh so we're gonna meet everybody at the table and we're playing some dungeons and dragons everyone is currently level two i should have probably mentioned that to timely um so sorry about that um she, she done got her butt kicked <laughs> yeah what was all that oh no no <laughs> i think the character sheet just kept me automatically already at level one and then everybody was talking about level two and i was like da -de -da -de -da. <laughs> <laughs> you know what need you don't need your levels <laughs> i don't need no thinking levels all right so i guess and we'll meet everybody um and we'll we'll start with timely because uh why not so i have no idea what this button that's not it that's not it that's not it <laughs> That's not what it. That button That's not it. There we go. Timely, welcome to the stream. Oh, hello. I'm glad to be back. Second week in the campaign. And I am going to be playing Hilda Bonebraid, who is a paladin and was a med school dropout. So, just med got stabbed by... <laughs> Just got stabbed by uh, I forget who stabbed me uh, last double time. Double hand but... axe guy. Double hand axe. Double hand axe guy. So um, 
I'm pretty sure I'm not at one hit point right <laughs> after some adjustments to my appropriate hit point level, but hey. yes. <laughs> hey. You're still still alive. I'm still in I'm still in the game. <laughs> nice. All right. Meat shield. Let's keep going around now. And now more you know, a hundred percent more shieldy. <laughs> Alright, um just above you, at least on my screen, uh is Gordon. So Gordon, welcome back. Good to see you, man. Thanks. Yay, glad to be back playing um, Rook, a rogue, and uh, has an interesting backstory that we've kind of weaved into the campaign, and, you know, now I'm kind of uh, in the gauntlet with the, with my strange acquaintances, and <laughs> That's we're right. uh, you, um, trying to win it. You're running the gauntlet. So what brings you to uh, Bloodsport? <laughs> Apparent. Oh, the interweaves. 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 It just froze for a second. Oh no. Damn yeah. winter time. Yeah. No. Yep. Um, but uh, my character's here. He's kind of trying to solve a mystery and uh, has been following up with the lead. And now he thinks that maybe winning the gauntlet will kind of help him get to his next step. Very cool. Very cool. All right. Let's keep going around the horn, and we will meet D. Oh, sorry, Carl. Carl. Hey guys, so happy to be back. Um, it's live, Carl. We can see it. It is live, Carl. It's yeah. beautiful. Live, Carl has a functional living room, so uh, anyways, I won't bore you with the details. I am bringing to the table, however, Dave Tillman. Dave Tillman is our wonderful turtle Twilight Cleric. Uh, he's just here for the ride right now. He's... Uh, He's going with the flow. He's making new friends, learning new things. Getting but he does have some lot. latent. He, exactly, he does have some latent aggression. But uh, right now, he's chill as fuck. <laughs> nice, absolutely. <laughs> Welcome back to Carl's face, and uh, and that brings us round to Steve. Hey, good to be continuously here. <laughs> I just never left. All of you left, and I've been here the whole time. <laughs> You've heard of a 24-hour Steam uh, stream. Yeah, well, left. Steve's been on for weeks. <laughs> I've just been waiting and waiting, and now you finally all showed up, and we can keep going. I do appreciate that Carl has the most Canadian shirt that, you know. Oh, definitely. Yeah, although I think you're experiencing the most Canadian temperatures right now. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, minus, minus 40-something-odd outside. Woo! That is, that's yep. in Celsius. Yep. Yeah, that's Celsius. Although, if it was minus 40 Fahrenheit, that would also be still bad. Actually, they, they sync up at minus 34, so that tells you it's about yeah. the same. Exactly. Wow. Nobody wants that. Yeah. <laughs> when you have to start measuring in, three, in two digits of Kelvin, you've got issues. Yeah. Yeah, um, you'd be dead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Enough, enough about the weather. Uh, <laughs> yeah, who are you playing? Still playing, obviously, Gex Techford. Another uh, another rogue. The the world's largest cat burglar. Nice. <laughs> yeah. you, you know, I'm just His realizing is, that yeah. I'm only just now realizing the icon you chose could just look like you in badass armor. I just have to say that. It looks pretty cool. That's All right, true. 
And that's the table, and I, Todd, am going to be the DM, and we are going to dive into the game. We'll bring you a little bit more up to speed, but before that, let's get out of here. Here we go. Buckle up for some of our homebrew Dungeons & Dragons. Welcome Twitch back. Is a delay from live, and then YouTube's a delay from Twitch. So, <laughs> yeah, there's all kinds of yeah, there's all kinds of delay. It's the interwebs. All right, so you find yourselves um, taking a sharp breath in. The air is acrid and burning your nostrils. You can you can just smell the radical particles and the smoke and just the singe of heat. Especially Hilda, who was really quite close. To the blast. Um, sprinkled around this bloodsport arena buried deep beneath the city of Tazfarel, um, you are finding yourselves in this pit riddled platform uh, strewn battlefield. All around, about 30 feet up, 30, 40 feet up, the audience is looking out over, cheering rapturously, just screaming. The richer people down towards the one end, you can tell by their, their clothes and the flickering firelight um, and the flares of the, of the explosions on the platforms below. You can see um, these massive statues that are also pillars holding up the roof. Uh, these winged, almost angels or possibly devils uh, looking down along with the audience. The walls themselves spiked with these ancient um, iron and black like um, uh, obsidian style sharpened spikes sticking out of the walls limiting the mobility uh, in people being able to climb out of this lowered pit four central pillars hold, uh, uh, hold aloft these massive chains and these burning flickering fires uh, that illuminate the entire platform below there are massive pits stretching out across this battlefield, uh, sometimes bridged in places by rickety wooden constructions that seem to shake and shudder at the merest touch. Just next to where Hilda is standing, the, the dwarven pla paladin, not paladin, um, the dwarven paladin is standing there, uh, is a rick rickety old construct of wood and tin and scrap metal um, that is this you know three story tower kind of overlooking kind of wedged in between two of these pits glancing around you see the opposing teams just off to the, your pretty much um, due south and you know like if you were facing south on the map which is down on my map um, you would see uh, the one team which started there, uh, a one Goliath and another, what a, a bard are making their way across this rickety wooden platform towards you, uh, just off to your left. The other two people locked in combat nearby. Behind you and to the right are the remains of the team that you pretty much decimated last round. Um, one of their fallen companions uh, being knelt over by this halfling cleric looking person. 
uh, wielding a hammer and uh, and holding this holy symbol aloft and is starting to glow with a radiant light as he reaches out to try and, and help his fallen comrade. The large furbolg woman standing next to them, uh, providing them some cover. Sk uh, scattered throughout the battlegrounds, you'll also see these barrels and little platforms and little bits of debris uh, scattered around. What you've only recently discovered is that those, some of those barrels anyway, are filled with some kind of explosive. So when it was hit by a random firebolt, it went off, causing this massive explosion. Uh, on the opposite side, due south, you can see hustling along the far wall, like watching a hockey player, very Canadian D&D player right now, watching a hockey player on the opposing team with the puck running towards the far, to, towards the blue line on the far side, and they're getting away. You see Garrick and Harnissa and Turg. They're separated a little. Turg kind of lagging behind, the other two hustling to the far end of this death arena. At the far end, you look over and you see this massive spiked iron tree. It is constructed all, pretty much entirely of metal, although it's rusted and stained with uh, splotches of blood. Well, what you can assume is blood and vitriol and bile. And it, in some places, pocked as though it was burned by some acid in a previous time. Sticking at the very top of this massive, thorny uh, iron tree glimmers a brilliant white light, the star in the darkness. It's coming from a, a small, almost impossible to see given the brightness of, the, of this object. About a little larger than a softball is this object at the top. In emanating this brilliant white light, the artifact, the prize, the goal, the team that achieves that becomes the winner. Or the team that wipes out all the other teams. So, you find yourselves in this combat for money, not necessarily to, de to the death, but certainly... This is a place where many people probably have lost their lives. And you find yourselves there, trying to catch your breath. What do you want to do? Do we know what's in the pits? Uh, sure. You, Tillman, you look down and gaze into the darkness. Do a perception check for me. All right. We, we know that in one of the pits there's a piece of some kind, for sure. <laughs> Uh, I, I have an eight for perception. Nice. Oh, not going to see much with an eight, I'm afraid. Yeah, but we also, we saw the tentacle. You did. Last time. So last time during a practice round, one of the teams was just goofing. The team that was going to be your spot. And, uh, uh one of their members fell in to the pit that is just south of you right now a smaller of the pits um and the goliath opposing goliath and bard are currently running across you've seen a little bit of what's in there this strange tentacled slime creature had grabbed on to whatever uh, the the twin that had fallen in 
and had tried to pull them in. Now his teammates came to his rescue and pulled him out, but not before most of his leg that was captured was suffered the horrible caustic burns, putting him out of commission and opening a spot in the roster for this team. Strange acquaintances. Now, with a an 11, Carl, or sorry, Dave, <laughs> Dave Tillman, you looked at, trying to see what's in there, man, and at the moment, you just see if darkness could ripple, it just seems like there's about 10 or 15 feet down. You see a surface of dark, slightly shifting something. But that's all you see at the moment. Dude, I'm tripping balls. Uh, I don't want to fall down there. <laughs> Gex, you turn as you hear Tillman say that. And you, with your 18, you see the Goliath charging towards you. Goliath on Goliath. And you see the bard behind him um, let out a screech, augmented by his magic, um, doing something to the, to the Goliath as it charges towards you, a massive axe hefted to, to strike you. He's about 15 feet away. You see, also with that 18, when that tentacle took the twin during that practice round, some of it must have struck this bridge because it's, it's extremely damaged, almost directly at the right foot of where that Goliath is, is stepping in about two seconds. You see the- this... Can I roll perception too? <laughs> yeah, sure, man. So... Everybody. Everybody, all right. Okay. Okay. None of us can do ranged. Oh no, I can throw. Never mind. So, is it uh, just for my under knowledge of the bridge? Is it like basically you know two ropey strands with some wood in between it, like as planks? Um, it, it's actually but... got um, these. Some of them do, and they really are just wobbly. Uh, this one. It looks like the beam goes all the way across on the left. There is actually a wooden beam on the left side of where the Goliath is standing, but the right is almost worn all the way through and it's and it's held in places by rope. And that one section, it's pretty much chewed most of the way through by that caustic acid. Uh, caustic and acid are the opposite things. But oh, anyway, sorry. I know you're, you're right. <laughs> Base acid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's fair. Welcome to um, Sessions. You're up, Gex. We're top of the order. Yep. Like fire and water. Gex, well, top this of the is, order. No, this is my question. In, in looking sure. closely at the, the bridge, um, well, I'm just going to go for it. I'm going to go for it. I'm going to try to grab my end of the bridge and twist. Nice. <laughs> oh, nice. They will go into the caustic acid. Now, fortunately, you step Water. over the twisting, nodding uh, vines and uh, undergrowth that have sprung up from the ground by one of the druids that is trying to fight you as well. See, but you didn't get restraint, so you can move over no problem. Okay. What do I have to do? Some kind of feats of, feat of strength? Uh, this is going to be either athletics or, or just straight-up strength. Well, I think athletics would be better for me. 
Let's see what happens. You. 12? Could be worse. Could be 11. Could be 10. <laughs> there are numbers lower than 12. <laughs> oh, okay. So I was rolling you know. with disadvantage. And it came up as a 15 on both. So unfortunately, you grab this and you start to lift and that Goliath just stomps on the right side thinking like, he knows what you're doing. And he stomps on putting his weight down, uh, which is kind of preventing you from flipping it, unfortunately. And the bard behind, uh, I am going to, with all the wobbling, I am going to make them do uh, a dexterity saving throw. Oh, Oh, the bard's like, yeah. He's just human, scruffy-looking dude. He looks like um, he's got this... He's trying his best to grow a fancy goatee, but it's terrible. And he's just holding this loot and standing on this rickety bridge, and he's like, Yow! All right. Uh, do you want to do anything else? You still have a bonus and a bit more movement. So I can't really try that anymore, eh? Um, oh, man. Well... How they're gonna get to me on their yep. next turn, I'm assuming. So I will uh, just kind of like be at the end of the bridge and draw my saber. Nice. All right. It's a rapier, actually. Yep. So the <laughs> rapier dirty. comes out and dagger in the other hand, probably. All right. You yeah. are ready and uh, and waiting. Cool. Coming up next. Oh, Rook. when you need a fire. Yeah, um, while all this distraction is happening, I'm going to use a... Because I revealed myself to the other group when I took down the half-elf, I'm going to use my bonus action to hide again in the shadows. Nice. Um, okay. And I'm probably going to go just like one over here and just a little bit of movement. And let's see, rolling for stealth. Be stealthy. Apparently Be you're stealthy. good because I can't even see. Oh, there you are. <laughs> I was like, where the heck is he? <laughs> you're so stealthy, you're invisible. And I'm going to use um, my uh, my ability, my knowledge from past life to enhance that role. Absolutely. Uh, so I have a 17. Nice. All right. Hmm. You you feel pretty confident that you're hidden. Okay. Um, seeing Good seeing feel. what Gex was trying to do, um, I am going to take a look. You know, take a look at the bard, and if he doesn't really notice me, uh, I'm going to shoot the bard. Do it. Okay. I guess with advantage. With advantage. That's correct. He does not appear okay. to have noticed you. Okay. First roll. Fourteen. Fourteen. That hits. It's a bard. <laughs> oh, hey. <laughs> okay. All right, roll for damage. Ah, nine damage. Oh, nice. Mm. 
The bard's like, not bad, not yeah, good. Yeah, got him! Oh, what did you hit him with again? An arrow. Oh, oh, nice. It just sinks in just below his clavicle on one side, and he's, his one arm kind of goes limp. Ooh. Yeah, it was a good shot. All right. Um, you, you can, yeah, I guess that's your turn. Coming up next. Coming up next, we are going to go over to the far side of the arena. When you guys have been busy, the other team has taking on both of these other teams. Garrick, Harnessa, and that team begin to make their run at the prize. 5, 10, 15, 20, and a leap. Let's see if he makes it. Garrick goes rushing across and just clears this little gap um, towards the final platform, a little gap where there's no bridge, and he leaps it no problem. Harnessa, oh yeah, she clears it as well. She. She actually starts to go a different way around towards the center, and Garrick is in the very far corner right now uh, from where you are, almost. And Harnessa books it around and starts rushing towards the front edge, almost like a, a direct run at the net, as it were, um, whereas Garrick is flanking around. Meanwhile, Turg, the little halfling, the twisted, ugly, um, picture the... The old man and up on a bad day. Um, he's He kind of slowly moves a little bit down towards the end, but his attention is on the team opposite that are busy trying to bring up their member and heal their member. And he's just standing, plants this oversized, like human-sized staff. And he calls out in this deep dirge. And this rolling sound kind of crashes over them and the halfling on the far side that's busy healing his companion suddenly goes and starts clutching at his head um, and takes a lot like a lot of damage as this distant sound of this toll of of these bells just um, dinging in the darkness um, kind of, you don't hear them directly, it's louder in his head, but you definitely can hear something going on over there. Alright, um, and that, ooh, he, he's, the little halfling is streaming blood out of his eyes, his ears, his nose, and his mouth, and you see a little, um, those of you with passive perception of over 15, you see a little bit of his tongue fall to the ground at his feet because he's chewed it. He's still barely up, though. Okay. Coming up next. Hilda. Oh, all right. So. There is the man who swung at you, dual hand axes, who came from the, the team with the Goliath. Um, and he's standing in front of you with this kind of grin. Uh, actually, he's, ju he's just leapt past you, running away from the fire. Um, so he's opposite of this tiny little crack in the pit, next to the pit. Uh, and you're kind of between him and the tower. It nearly Ooh. fell in. <laughs> yeah, he almost did. <laughs> he, he's kind of um, not facing you right now. He's looking towards uh, Tillman at the moment. Mm. When he 
Because we were engaged, and then he chose to run away. Does that invoke an opportunity attack? Either? I believe it would. I don't remember if you took it. So I'm going to say, rule of cool, retroactively, you get it right now. <laughs> All right. Uh, what what does that, what is that again? <laughs> You're going to attack, and um, and it, you don't have advantage or anything, but you are going to attack him. Okay. So I just roll an attack? Roll? Yeah, go for him. Oh, okay. And I have a... I'll attack with... Okay. The wrong... The wrong dice. <laughs> no worries. Uh, I will attack with my battle axe. Let's roll. Okay, that is... Rolled an eight. Plus three. Um... You know what? His back is turned, and he was badly singed. I'm gonna give you advantage on that, because he's really looking away at the moment. Oh, oh! First, I roll a d20. Okay. Yeah. So the, okay. then, so you'll roll it again and take the higher. Oh, I was rolling just my attack dice. <laughs> ah, yeah. No, you the want d20s. Time. Okay. 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 Oh, the video they were both freezing. not the greatest. Uh, only so much uh, you can do. Yeah, one was a seven, one was a five. <laughs> All right. So it's he has just you're having to stretch a lot, and you yourself are pretty singed from that fire. So your hair is a little bit like singed around the edges, um, and he is just just out of reach, just by fluke. You thought you had him dead to rights, but he's just out of reach. All right. Uh, do you want to... You still got to move? Oh, that was your reaction. So you still have your full turn. Okay. What do you want to do? Uh, hmm. Let's see. I follow this All right. too. So to clear this that gap, too. you're going to need to do an athletics check. As part of your movement. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> uh, uh, five. <laughs> oh no, I was pretty uh, badly. Is sick. that with your strength and your proficiency? Uh, that is with my athletics is a bonus three. Oh, so I you got two. Oh, oh no. <laughs> okay, oh, no. You're, you're, you really oh. want to hit this guy. Oh. And you just go to leap, and you land right next to him. But what you didn't realize is that that whole section is just a little, it's an over overcropping underneath is hollow. So as soon as your weight hits it, that section just caves in. And you're now, like, you go scrambling down, you sink your axe. Actually, I'm going to get you, I'm going to let you decide. You can continue attacking him on your, as you're about to fall. Or you can try to, like, grab the side or get your act. What do you want to do? You feel it giving, and you're like, oh, shit. Mm. I'm, I'm going to do the cool thing. I'm going to try to still attack. <laughs> like, nice. why not? We, we are, we're already in, at this point. <laughs> go, go big or go home. All right. You get your regular attack on him. Uh, that's a 
18. 18 will will definitely hit as your axe hits him. Go ahead and roll some damage. No. Okay, that was a seven slashing motion. Nice. All right. So he he takes the hit as the axe just drags blade down down his left leg as it just rakes him down, using your own body weight to go down. Unfortunately, though, you are now falling into the pit as you go past. Uh, I'm gonna give you one last. Possible chance. This will be your bonus action okay. to just figure something out on how to do. So uh, either acrobatics or athletics check, please. Okay, let's go with athletics check. Let's see if I am able to, using my superior dwarf strength, somehow kind of do like a kipping motion. Nice. To Bring both my battle axe and warhammer over an edge. Absolutely. Okay, so go ahead yeah. and roll whichever one you prefer. It's a 20. Oh, yeah, that's plenty. So um, describe it. You managed to stop yourself. You, you're still in up to basically your shoulders, but how do you stop yourself? So, with with my axe still kind of slicing through <laughs> the enemy, I use my hammer to like just use all the strength I have to like bring that orf on to my axe to keep myself steady. And nice. we're basically teasering both me and him <laughs> on this edge here. <laughs> I love it. So you get it into the him, it rakes down his leg, and you take your hammer in and hit the back of it like you're splitting yeah. wood, and it just sinks in. Uh, it clips him as it goes by. I'm going to give him an extra D4 damage just for fun uh, as as you, you, you hit it, and it clips him as it goes by and just slips out and then sinks in past his foot, like it's just next to his foot, and digs in pretty deep, giving you a good solid handhold. Um, you've driven that in, and you're now dangling from it. As you, Okay, that's your turn. Tillman, you're up. Alright, so I'm stuck in this uh, web of things. I guess I'm... Do I have to do a saving throw to get out? Um, Actually, you nobody got caught in it. It's just the zone of Entangled is still there. And so um, you're all surrounded by this greenery and the vines, these little, little blossoms popping up as it's falsely grown by the magic of the druids. Uh, one of the druids you're facing, and you're just in this little miniature garden. Now you are not restrained, though. You are you are okay. free to move, but um, these, but you are these concentrating. These three up north. Mm -hmm. I'm concentrating. Uh, I thought so. Yeah, you were. I didn't you cast, cast something. Spell, oh, really? Then why do I have that on you? Huh. All right. Well, I forget you, why. Tell, no, like you can. I. Uh, I just didn't mark it down as a slot, so... Oh, I thought uh, you'd cast could have something. I, I don't remember. It's okay, because whatever it is, it's gone no, no, now. No, you're, bless. no, no, you're, you're right. You're right, okay. yeah. So I, I, if you want to drop it, you can drop it. <laughs> Tillman tunes out well, for a I, second. 
I, I can I can still hold it and cast a, another spell. You totally can. So, the question I have is: these three up north are they? Mm -hmm. They look rough. Uh, um, the halfling flanked in between is leaking blood from every possible opening. Um, okay. Yeah. Turg just him up. Um, and then the Furbolg woman is, she's hurt a little, but she's looking pretty solid still. The um, half-elf caster who caused the explosion earlier, she is down. Uh, it looks like she's breathing. Uh, like, maybe the halfling did get the spell off, but she's definitely flat on her back. And then there's, like, a piratey looking chick. Um, uh, really tough-looking um, human just behind that looks pretty much unhurt. Hmm. Okay, let's see. How far am I from that group? I am... Perfect. I will... Yeah, you're about 30 feet. I will move here. Yeah, wrong button. And... Sorry. Sorry, interwebs. I have buttons. And my halberd has a 10-foot reach. Nice. So, I am going to attack the, the human there with my halberd. Do it. So you go rushing up out of this beautiful garden. Make your attacks. Whoa! Moat billowing in the background, slow motion movement. No choice as a turtle, so... <laughs> You're pretty quick for a turtle. Um, it's also... They are busy looking at their little halfling friend who's just hurting, and the halberd just with a 20. Go ahead and roll your damage, sir. That's a solid hit. N a dirty 20, I should say. Ooh! Ooh! Oh um, quick question. Yep. You've definitely got them dead to rights. How bad do you want to get them? Uh, I'll let you describe this. And if you want it to be lethal, it can be lethal. You could also turn it so it's not. So it's up uh, to you. I, I'm I'm gonna do it non-lethal to the person, but knock them out, obviously. Like Okay. So you at the, the very last second tilt just twist the halberd around and the blade just clocks them in the back of the head just solid like dead to rights both hands it's just this full extension swing and you hear that sickening hollow melon okay nice work uh, they are down <laughs> yeah, that's the max damage that the helper can do by the way <laughs> this episode sponsored by Tillman's Melon Pops <laughs> <laughs> and turg to turd <laughs> alright um, you do still have a bonus if you want it I don't think I'll have anything that... let me just check here nope we're not at that stage yet so uh nope I don't do anything else no worries you're just standing there and you watch her crumple like just boom 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 over top of her other fallen friend. She is still alive, but boy, 
You do not envy her the headache she will have later. Nope. All right, coming up next. Um, okay, now it is the Furbolg woman and the other group. So the Furbolg woman looks at her three, their two down members and the halfling just barely clinging to life. Hmm. And she she takes her large scimitar-like blade and looks at you, Tillman, and just... Her kind of bovine snout kind of huffing a little bit. And then she holds up the scimitar and just drops it with this clang at her feet and holds up both hands and turns towards the judges' area and the crowd just erupts in these fantastic cheers. And you even have, like, roses and empty... uh, snack wrappers and other things like that just start raining down on Tillman as people are like, yeah! And throwing it from the crowd. You you get coppers just pinging off your shell. Um, and uh, maybe even some <laughs> silvers as the people are just throwing this in and, and popcorn wow. and peanuts and stuff. Hope you're not allergic. He goes into hives. The shell Con- gets a little too tight. <laughs> you have to cut open the shell. No. <laughs> uh, so you are you are bathed in the glory of this death sport arena, and I don't know how you feel about that, but yeah, I think I like this place. <laughs> that, that, you feel this burning itch deep in your veins, just pulsing in rhythm with your heart for a second as the crowd roars, and you. Just, oh, what do you do with that? I just, you know, start raising the halberds, getting some cheers, like, nice. Some and nice every time you mix. do it, the cheers get louder, and you lower it down, they get louder, <laughs> like you're conducting. Nice. All right, so that's one team officially out of competition, although not dead, but yeah, some of them look pretty wrecked. All right, coming up next, the Goliath and the other team directly south of you. Two of them are already in, engaged in battle. Um, Krell and, uh, and this half-elf, or elven woman on the far side. They're not a concern. Dual hand axe is right in there next to Hilda and the Goliath and the Bard. Let's start with the Goliath. The wooden rail, the wooden platform just shudders under it, and you can see the board. It's like splitting under his foot, but it's not quite enough as the Goliath just throws himself forward into range with Gex, and he takes a swing. I I hope I can uh, live up to the standards of. Does a sixteen black. hit your AC? Um. It does. Okay. And he is wielding it dual-handed. That is mean of him. It is. Mm-hmm. He's he's slathering with spittle and just his eyes in a rage. Um, that's going to be not not too much damage actually. That's going to be six da- slashing damage to you as the axe just <laughs> clips you. Ow. He's big but he's fairly fast okay yeah, um I, and I he's now sorry was that no i don't re... i don't get to reduce that number anyway i'm so used to not. rolling this with shadow run yeah exactly <laughs> um 
But that is his turn, and he is just on the edge of the cliff, uh, of the pit, uh, but he's not on the bridge anymore. I mean, technically he's on one end, but it's not over the pit anymore, and he's right up base to base with you. He's like, <sighs> All right, that's his turn. Meanwhile, the bard behind him, balancing on this bouncing platform, turns uh, and looks for the who shot the arrow at him and manages to spot Rook over in the corner. And um, and he starts, ah, and he starts playing a song. And it just rises ever so slightly above the din of the crowd. But in your ears, Rook, it seems a little louder. I need you to do, I believe it is a wisdom save, but let me double check that. I think it's wisdom, hold on. All right, it is. Uh, where is it? I'm reading wisdom. Yep, please do a wisdom saving throw. Wisdom, right? Wisdom, yep. I think we're having some interweebs issues tonight. Oh no, the interweebs. Internet, but you have all my favorite things. <laughs> How could you do this to us? It has rolled nine. Total of nine is not going to do it, sir. All right. So Interweaves. These virtual yeah. dice, they are hurting. Oof. Okay. Not, it could have been worse. It could have been much worse. As this di this dissonant song dissonant whispers begins to just echo through your mind and you you clutch at your head and it's just this overwhelming urge it's the worst possible of all pop songs ever just oh, no. echoing in your mind um friday, friday. oh god that might be the one i was actually gonna say yeah. internet what song is it the worst possible song is oh, echoing so in take, his mind. I take 10 damage. So Maybe you take sure. 10 points of psychic Ouch. damage. Are you still up? Ouch. I'm still up. I was at full, so... Alright. But that still... Yeah, that definitely hurts. Alright, so you're still up. I, and because you failed the saving throw, you are going to spend your reaction right now to move as your entire movement rating away from him. So that's uh, six squares, I believe, right? And it just, so you'll end up, you can choose where you go, but it can't be anywhere closer to him. Is the entangle down since the other team gave up? Uh, it's as you run through it, it actually starts to fade in that moment. Like you step on it and it expecting these twisting, gripping roots, but instead it snaps and crumbles and turns almost to ash as you... Uh, step through it and you go rushing through crunching over the old now brittle um, vines and stuff and you go you stop yourself just running away at the very last second like maybe five feet from the not even from the edge of another pit in the corner you're just like oh <laughs> you didn't have to go in the pit but it got pretty close okay all right oh, that's that's the one all right so um that's their turn Next up, is, there's some battle going on below, but that's pretty much it. Top of the order. Gex, what do you want to do? 
Well, since this is Sparta, I want to... <laughs> I really, really want to chest kick him into that vat of beast. That's that's my name for it now. It's nice. the vat of beast. So the we're going to resolve this just as a standard hit, um, but instead, uh, it's a push action. Yeah, so what am, I, what am I rolling for that? Actually, I've never really done push actions in like three years of Dungeons and Dragons. Just unarmed strike. Would it be an unarmed strike? Athletics check. Yeah, you could just do this as athletics or as an attack. I would allow either one, whichever one you prefer. They're both the same, I think, in nice. this case. Come on, hefty dice. Ooh, natural 18 plus 4. 22. Oh, nice. All right, now it is a contested roll, so he yeah. is going to get a chance to resist. Oh, 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 oh. oh. Did he not? He got an 8. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Go ahead and describe it, my friend. Well, I'm going to rear, rear, <laughs> rear back. Just the kick out there get are you gonna do like bastard <laughs> <laughs> nice. wait wait are you going to be like totally on your back and then you just like flip upward to strike him in the chest well i was standing anyway so i'm just gonna like lean back and ah uh, yes and just power some power yeah kick him into, right. the, into the pit of despair uh, i'm gonna see if he's quick enough to fall prone and he rolled another four. So, nope. So he just goes. <laughs> and goes flying backwards. And just right in the middle of the pit. Just falling over backwards. And, um. It, like his axe outstretched in one hand. Uh, and he's just almost eye level with the bard as, on his back. Just falling past the bard. Alright. Nicely done. Uh, do you want to do anything else? Uh, do I have the ability to throw anything with this action or am I? Um, yeah. I want to throw something at the bard. You know what? I'll let you do it as a bonus action, but because you're kind of off balance from the kick, I'm going to give you disadvantage. Sure. Uh, I, I want to put my dagger through his guitar strings. <laughs> It's worth a try. I want to dilute him. Dilution. Uh, so I'm just rolling once, right? Uh, you'll be rolling twice and taking the, the worst. The lower. Okay, yep. so the first one was 17. Hopefully that's close to that. <laughs> Three. <laughs> so, so, you whip it, it and it just goes like, right in front of him. It's hard. Oh, nobody <laughs> likes the bard. <laughs> he, I'm gonna, he's had worse thrown at him. Mostly feces. I'm gonna yell at Gex to to clear my line of sight because you have your movement. Mm. Oh, well, yes, because I know I'm getting attacked next, so I'll kind of like. Uh, yeah, you you're free to move. I'm gonna retreat. Let me just grab grab myself here. Yeah, grab. Yeah, that's the kind of internet show we run here. I like to grab myself. I'm going to retreat off this way. All right. You can get about six squares. So yeah, that's about right. 
Yep. Yeah. So you actually go yep. running back right next to Rook. And he's standing there. It looks like he's kind of teetering on the edge of this other pit. Oh, All right. There. Yeah. Coming up next, Rook, what do you want to do? Uh, well, I'm not in a good position to hide just yet. So I am going to take a shot at the bard. All right. Like straight up. Um, you're not a halfling or anything. You can't hide behind a large compa larger companion or anything. No. Ah, no. Okay. Just the regular size here. <laughs> now, strictly speaking, you do still have some movement if you want it. Oh, I do, but I'm going to be using that for something else. Okay, cool. 20 to hit. Uh, 20 to hit? That that hits a bard. Yeah. <laughs> uh, six damage on top nice. of the nine. Ooh, that'll do it. So he's... <laughs> and the arrow's... <laughs> Where did you want to... What do you want to do with this? Um, since I rolled not great damage, I'm going to actually shoot him in in the loot. <laughs> <laughs> you pin his loot through it him. into him. And he's just like... Poetic <laughs> uh, oh. justice. Pun intended. <laughs> and he goes falling off the, the pit. Die by the loot. <laughs> um, so... <laughs> Live by the loot, die by the loot. I love that. That's fun. Not, not uh, that he has to end up dying, but he's definitely going down. <laughs> yeah, he's he's down. Yeah, you don't you don't need to worry about that particular encore. Okay. Uh, and now with That's my movement. So, one, two, three, four. Um. So you're right up. You go walking along on the north end there over towards Tillman. You're yeah, actually pretty close to him. Now I'm just, and... I'm just kind of seeing if I want to... Uh, so I still got a couple of spaces. Like I, I'm basically going to go here and hide amidst the barrels. Sure thing. That's okay, go ahead and roll your stealth. <laughs> and, and the crowd's still cheering as Tillman's like <laughs> raising up and lowering his, uh, his uh, conductors. 18. 18? That's pretty damn good. Half the crowd can't see you right now. You just kind of would... duck in behind him. Yeah. All and right. That, I'm yeah. just basically setting up for the the stopping these other guys. But anyways, that's Absolutely. My okay, so on the opposite side of the arena, you can see uh, the other team go into work. Turg has now watched, uh, walked, sorry, walked a little bit closer to the middle. Um, kind of flanking where the blue line would be on a uh, hockey arena. Um, Harnissa kind of pauses near the middle, crouches low, and then just stands there taking it in, watching Tillman, uh, you know, drop the other team. And she kind of, her lip curls in this kind of sign of appreciation. And you can almost hear like this low kind of rumble in the back of her throat, even across all this noise. Um, ooh, Gordon's back. Welcome back. Um, then uh, on the very, very bottom of this map, you can see Garrick, and he goes running, just muscles 
just his legs just pumping like pistons as he get, ducks around some barrels uh, right at the edge of one of the uh, few bridges out onto this platform where this large iron tree is. And he gets there and then spends his action running across it. Just He's quite nimble for such a big guy as he goes skittering across this bridge. Um, we'll just see... Oh, that was cocked. That was also cocked. Apparently, I have a slanted desk. Alright, um, yeah, he makes it without any issue and gets up pretty much up to the base of this massive iron tree and looking up at the prize about 40, 40 maybe 50 feet above him. Uh, that's that's going to be their turn. On the far south, you hear the clanging of battle as there is an elf, uh, originally from that Goliath team, uh, and she's dressed in these kind of burgundy um, half robes. She's If you had to guess, she would be some kind of martial but very, um, she's using a short sword, or almost like a scimitar-looking thing. But um, she, the way she moves is very martial. So she's probably a monk of some kind. And so um, she's locked in battle with the druid from the uh, the team that you know, and they are just circling each other. And Krell is is just snarling, his snout almost extended, a little bit wolf-like, as he's just all right. That is their turn. Uh, the other team is out of commission, so that brings us down to Hilda. Alright. Um, what do you want to do? I guess at this point, can I attempt to pull myself to a more or less standing position? Absolutely. So, go ahead and roll athletics to climb on up. Alright. I will say Double the internet... hand axe guy still there? Yeah, the yeah the two hand axe guys standing there. Oh, ankle ankle's pretty slashed though. Yeah, he's <laughs> he's kind of clutching at his sore leg. He almost dropped his half axe. Uh, nine. I rolled a nine total. All right, so you you're gonna you're not you're not gonna be up yet. It's slow going as you kind of try to pull up and your axe starts to slide out. And you give a little slip, and you're like, Ugh, and you brace yourself so you don't fall in any further. But it's it's slow going; it's a slow climb. Um, so you're not up yet. If you that was your movement, if you want to spend your action, you can mm -hmm. continue getting up, or you can try to do something else. Although it, you're technically prone, so it might have disadvantage mm -hmm. or something. All right. The other guy well... is still in reach, though. All right. So, I wonder if this is going to work. Maybe with disadvantage with my other hand, because and that's holding axe is still holding it. Yeah. With my other hand, with the hammer, war hammer, I'm going to try and take another swing at the ankle that I injured. Nice. Okay, make your roll. It is with disadvantage, but fortune favors the bold. That's that's my favorite sound right there. How'd it go? <laughs> uh, lower row was seven plus my attack bonus. I think that's twelve. Um, <laughs> and you have to roll a d4, right? Because you're blessed. Oh yeah, roll d4. That can make all the difference. He's oh. not heavily armored. It's a four. Oh, that'll do it. 
that will do it. You just got him. Just clipped him on the ankle as you reach over, just swatting him. Um, go ahead and roll your damage. All right. Warhammer. All right. It's a uh, five. Hey, every bit counts. Awesome. Um, oh, oh, you hear a sickening crunch as the bones just, you don't know if it's broken or a real bad smash, but you just hear him yelp and, and he kind of tries to hop away and, uh, he's going to lose his balance. I think I'm going to make him do an acrobatics check with disadvantage. Uh, the nine is not going to save him. So he's going to fall and I will roll a D eight to see which way he's going to fall because that could matter so let's see uh north is going to be directly up and that's going to be a one then um two then then actually i'll roll the d10 i'll roll the d10 um so you know two uh you know what you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna do the 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 d12 and that'll be the o'clock that'll work mm -hmm, mm -hmm. all right oh okay <laughs> interestingly as he like grabs his sore ankle and kind of pitches over, he ends up pitching at nine o'clock, which is directly towards you as he <laughs> overcompensates and goes ass over tea kettle right on top of you. And you guys are a little muddle puddle right there. All right. Is the ground cracking underneath? Oh, us? it, uh, uh, I'm, I'll, I'll see. Uh, would you rather? Well, these are my oldest dice, by the way. Like, um, just a quick little <laughs> side note. Um, I love these dice. Had these since I was. Tw where is it? Since where is it? There it is. Since I was twelve. Would you rather green or orange? Mm. Orange, because that matches my hair. Not there. Um, oh, hair. It, I was gonna. <laughs> I was gonna say you can't see it on the camera. I mean, mine was pink for a while. Um, all right. <laughs> Uh, orange it is. So if you win, do you want the ground to crack or not to crack? You can decide. Hold on. Let me see. Okay. You win. What do you want? Mm. Let the bodies hit the floor. <laughs> so you want you want it to give way? Yes. Let's All see right. what is going <laughs> Sure. Now it's going to be you. you go as well, though. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So the ground underneath both of you gives way, and instead of resisting, you just lean into it. You're just like, yes. And you kick your feet a little just to get it all going in this little landslide as the dirt just down this crevice. Now, the good news is um, I'm going to give you advantage on any saves or anything like that uh, because you chose to go down here. But you get dragged into this tiny little uh, pit with the dwarf and you kind of at the very last second as you're going in you just give this little shoulder whoop, and he goes head first over you just a little slight tuck tuck um and so he is now facing down and you're just sliding down dragging your hammer and your and your um uh battle axe along the dirt all right so you are both in this crack after a few seconds you hear Wait, it's two dwarves in the crack and then after a few <laughs> seconds later, you understand what that sound was as oh. he has gone head first in. And a few seconds later, you end up going feet first in this 
extremely thick, almost honey-like liquid. You're a good 10 feet down in the pit, in this little crack. And it's not filled with this stuff, but you hit a little edge of it. As it and, oh. um, and you can feel your boots get wet. And that is that, is that so far. All right, coming up next. Tillman. All right, so Tillman will use his move and action to move 60 feet. So you see the quickest waddle all the way up to here. Speed nice. waddle. Speed waddle. Speed waddle. <laughs> and uh, that'll be it. All right. Um, or uh, actually... He's gonna he's gonna use his bonus action just to go to the crowd and 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 start a chant that says, "Turg da turd, turg." <laughs> nice. Turd da turd. Okay, do a performance check for me. See how much oh, you can shit. rile them up. Yeah. <laughs> Minus three. Oh no. Okay. Uh, whoa, shit. That's not bad <laughs> for you. I'm surprised I rolled the 16 and I got a 13, so... I was just getting ready to... How do I describe this in an epic way but also fail? But um, you pull it off, my friend. It starts a little <laughs> low, and it takes you a little bit of time. But as you reach those barrels that you're kind of next to, um, on the north end, again, about the blue line... Uh, oh, sorry, the... Um, anyway, uh, on the opposite side, on the north end there, the crowd has picked up this chant and it begins to spread from close in and start to spread around. And then you hear another group on the far side pick it up. Turk, turk, the turd, turk, the turd. And there's a little muddled, but it they get the basics. And then it's kind of, it's, it's, you're not sure who's going to win. Is it going to be turk, the turd, or is it going to be turk, tordle, tordle? Because they don't know who you are. So they're just <laughs> cheering for the tordle. Secondhand vicious mockery right there. Exactly. <laughs> Take that, bard. All right, that is your turn. Thank you. And we are uh, down to the down to the wire. All right, let's go. Um, I believe the Goliath, you... Um, nobody looked, but meanwhile, the Goliath has also fallen into that pit. And Hilda, you're kind of able to brace yourselves on the walls a little bit. So you're not fully in. It's just kind of up to your knees or so. And you look out. You see the ass end of the dwarf. Oh, sorry, the, of the dual hand axe guy. You, But his feet are kicking right next to you. Because he's gone in face first. And his, he's oh. kind of in up to his waist, but upside down. And then a little bit away to your right. Your dwarven eyes are very good at darkness. And you pick up um, just the top little bit of this extremely muscular um, uh, goliath just swimming into the top and he reaches up and then this this bubbles just kind of come up but they stay up all like those three kind of bubbles that come up and then they form into these kind of rough pseudopods and they just around one of his arms and he's just reaching up trying he's calling out and one of the other ones goes around his mouth and he's like and it just starts pulling him down. And he's still above the surface, but only barely, because he is wicked strong. Um, you can also see the dangling bard as he's laying on the platform. His 
the you know his hands and one leg dangling off the wooden platform just above. All right, that's their turn. <laughs> so that brings us to the top of the order. Gex, what do you want to do? Mon Gex. Um, did I notice Hilda go down the hall? I'm going to say it? you're on opposite sides of that really big pillar. So I'm going to say I don't think you did. Sorry, man. <laughs> I don't think you saw. So then I'm just going to go towards the goal. Fair enough. All right. I am going to ask uh, you to go ahead and make your... Um, it's pretty far. So... Um, I don't know. Yeah, like you, you go ahead and tell me how far can you get? How do I determine? The, I have a walking speed of so 30 it's six thirty. Yeah, so that's six squares, and if you use your action as well, you can double that. And you're a rogue, right? Yes. Yeah. He can use his bonus action to dash, but I guess also if you have a ranged weapon, you could use it. Up to you. So I could get here. In a, and then and then use the ranged weapon? Yep. E, yeah, you could move, bonus action. Yeah. And then so, that's, that action so you just go <laughs> past Rook and right over top of some of the fallen uh, team members there. They, they're not putting up any resistance. And you go leap over the Furbolg woman who's bending down to help her fallen companion. And uh, you leap up kind of on the, a bunch of refuse and debris like metal yeah. um uh sheet metal and um and other wood piles uh, that you can kind of get a little cover behind uh and you lean over and you can see harnessa probably about 40 feet just south of you towards the center uh, you okay, also so see yeah okay. about 40 45 feet away you also see turg directly south of where you are but he's a little further away yeah. almost in line with the pillar and then do I have a do I have a line of sight on this guy here? Um, uh, the, again that that massive stone pillar with the fire on top is directly between oh, you, so you don't yeah. see him. You you, you saw him go that. that way. You know roughly where he was, but you don't know exactly. Yeah. I'm gonna try and uh, shoot this guy with the old bow. Oh, sorry, which one? Um, this dude right here. Ah, you're going after Turg. The, the creepy turd. halfling. Turg the turd. Turd the turd. So I would do a attack minor attacking roll here. 14. Turd the turd. Turd the turd. Turd the turd. So eight, eighteen, plus 25. Oh, 23. Jeez. 23 is definitely going to hit. And then the damage on that thing is... Let me roll the damage. 1d6 plus 3. 6. All right. 6 damage. All right. So he's... Let me just find out where he's at. Um, bird. All right, it does contact and it does hurt him. And um, the daggers. Uh, sorry, what was it again? It was, it was an arrow. Shot oh, okay, the bow so at 
you you loose this little short bow arrow at him or long bow. Short bow. Okay, so you kind of bring the short bow up and the arrow s hits him kind of in the left thigh, and you expect him to react with pain, but he almost looks down like puzzled. Like what was he? <laughs> what bit me? And then he looks over, and look now up. he sees you. <laughs> Do a deception check. I'll accept that. <laughs> Try to look casual. <laughs> what, me? It wouldn't be me. Uh, 18? Um, 18? All right, one second, one second. <laughs> Oh, okay. Now, you're trying your best to look totally casual, and he's just seeing through it. Like that one teacher in school who's just not taking any of your shit anymore. And, they're just, and you're just like, yeah, yeah, he knows. He knows. Fully knows. Know. Um, and he, you know that he knows because he turns his full attention on you, and you get this sickening knot in your, in your stomach. Just like, uh... You've seen some of the nasty stuff. You flash back to the bar for a second when you first saw them attacking Tillman and the random human got caught by that inflict wounds and just withered away into a husk and died. And you're just like, oh, that's the look he gave just prior to that. Ah, oh, damn it. <laughs> so. Duck down and hide. That's the... <laughs> Uh, you've used your bonus action, though, but you can fall prone if you want to. You can fall prone if you want to. You can leave your friends behind. Yeah, why not? I mean, you know. It would give disadvantage on range. Yeah. That, that would be a smart idea, I think. I'll play it smart. Sure. I'll just, Absolutely. It just, like, like flat into the ground. Everybody... I, I will engage in some impromptu planking. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you Yelp. fall, just fall on the wood platform, not behind it, <laughs> just on it. All right, uh, coming up next, Rook. All right, apologies, it just seems like interwebs is not helping tonight, so I'm just going to have half of the camera off. No worries, man. Uh, from, from my position of stealth, I am going to line up a sh and with um, the uh, Turg distracted by Gex, I'm going to line up a shot on him and loose. All nice. right. Now it's pretty far. Yeah. What's the range on what you're using? It's 80. And he's 60. Nice. All right. On the pretty much kitty corner across this almost swimming pool size pit. Now this one looks to go even deeper than the other small pit that you've been at. Um, and at a glance, you don't see anything down there. It's really dark, a little misty even. Um, okay. okay, make your shot. All right, with advantage. Yep, he does not see you. <laughs> 23, that hits. Actually, it's 24. Ooh. Plus 25. 25 definitely hits. Is this definitely nasty hits. old halfling just like. And reaches his claw towards Gex. 
No. And take 13 points to the Ooh. face. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. That's gonna hurt. Good that old hurts. Face. That hurts a lot. Boy. He He's looking out and <laughs> the arrow takes him right in the right eye. Just <laughs> in the eye. And again, there's this weird pause. It's just like, huh? And when he looks to the right, with his eyes tracking towards where you are, you can even see the arrow pivot as the muscles, and it and then it the blood starts to pour. So he does bleed, but he's he's got this weird slow lag in the way that he feels any kind of pain, and then he goes. He's like the drunken master of spellcasting. And he starts to wail in this creepy, almost baby cry as he's just like... (laughs) And he reaches up and grabs the arrow and just pulls it out. And you can see shish kebabbed on the end. The little uh, what remains of the eye and the and the n- optic nerve just just nasty. And he looks at it with his other good eye, and this sickening wound, yeah. and he's just like, <sighs> that is a dwarf that does not know when he's to quit. A, he's, a, he's a halfling or a gnome. He's, halfling. he's a halfling. Halfling. Yeah. He's still up after taking eighteen. Holy crap. Damn. Ooh. He's he only hit only barely. And I mean barely. But he is up hey. and he's permanently lost an eye. An inch is wow. as good as a mile. Or at least that's what he tells his girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Does that affect his death perception? In any it definitely would affect his death perception. <laughs> as you guys are all like shouting insults at him. All right, uh, coming up next, yeah, Rook. Do you want to do anything else? I think yeah, I think uh, it's. Yeah, I think I'm gonna. To your left, you see the tower, um, uh, the wooden tower, but that's kind of back away from where you want to go. And to your right, you see Gex trying to pretend he's a board on top of a pile <laughs> of boards. Um, yeah. And then. Just blending in. And then, pretty far to your right, you can see Tillman. Um, uh, along the edge of the boards there. You're pretty much out in the open other than those little barrels you're hiding behind. Okay. Um, I am going to... I'm actually going to... Because uh, I want to get out of line of sight. So... The, where, where Gex is at? Is he... There's quite a pile he... of of stuff there and if he was behind yeah. it you could probably get cover yeah. and hidden but where he was yeah. he was up on it to get a better shot okay so i'm basically gonna be behind the pile so you duck in behind him and the pile go ahead and make your stealth yeah, and, and i'm gonna use bonus action to hide again absolutely I see, I see he's, he's using operation get behind the goliath I'm also hurt <laughs> so <laughs> He's no good. 
Operation. I took, I took like quite a bit of damage, but yeah, I'm at 20, 24 to high. That is a pretty darn good stealth roll. All right, you're fairly confident that you cannot be seen. And that's my turn. There's actually this, you recognize this platform is just not just a pile. There's like stones and stuff on one side and then boards laying on top, but there's a little gap underneath. You can just almost dive into this little, this little very low lean-to kind of looking thing. All right, coming and up as I And as I pass by, I just whisper, almost either to Gex or to someone else, it's for trying to hit me in the ball. <laughs> so you can just say that again. It was a little quiet. That's for trying to hit me in the balls. <laughs> you lose an eyeball. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't forget that. He took a swing at me in the bar. It's yeah. true. Yeah. It's the true. Elbow. A ball for a ball. A ball, ball for, for a ball. ball. <laughs> I don't, I, hey, maybe that'll be our question of the day for the audience. Which ball would you rather lose? Left, right, left. Oh, sorry. Upper or lower? Upper anyway. or lower. Well, you got two of each. <laughs> oh, dear. Anywho, um, so, meanwhile... Uh, that is Rook. Uh, coming up next is the uh, the other gang, the ones that you're up against. The remaining uh, the remaining few. Oh. You can hear more than see Garrick as he begins to climb this iron tree. Um, he's roaring every once in a while, and the crowd is cheering. And you can those of you, uh, I believe Tillman has a bit of a line of sight on him. And you can see him climbing this thing. And every once in a while, if he misplaces a hand as he's climbing, it just pierces through some of these iron spikes that line this tree if he's not too careful. So uh, he makes the mistake on one of the climb and takes a, a little bit of damage just from that. Um, and he kind of... And then he keeps on climbing. Uh, so he takes a little bit of damage from that. Uh, and meanwhile, so he's climbing, but it's half speed, so he gets about maybe 15, 20 feet up in the air, uh, as he's climbing up the far side of this tree. And it's, the, the prize is probably about 60 feet to the, the top of it. All right. There's this moment of pause as Hernessa peeks from behind her own kind of makeshift cover platform where she'd been crouching. And she looks up and she sees Gex. And Gex kind of lifts his head up, makes eye contact for the briefest of time. And uh, and you could see her grinning, her feline features. Um, she's a beautiful um, tabaxi woman and just super lithe and just, I don't know, just all of the perfect features align. And you get this really warm grin as she's, huh. all right then. And then she turns and bolts and uses her tabaxi feature where she can double her distance in a move. And you just see her just almost on all fours and then leaps this fifth good solid 10 foot gap with um, incredible grace as she leaps off of that platform. I got to move the platform so I can grab her one sec. Um, five, ten. And then she leaps and makes it uh, lands a good 
almost eight feet past the lip of it on that center island where the iron tree is. Uh, and then just keeps going. She's got about 20, 30. And then she starts to climb. And you see her claws leaving these little scratch marks at, on this iron tree. Um, it's Some of it's wood. Some of it is iron uh, in various patchworks as it goes up. And so she's a, able to kind of sc mad scramble her way up this tree. Uh, a good... Uh, 15 more feet, so she's only about 5 feet below Garrick on the opposite side of him as they both start scrambling up this tree. Um, meanwhile, Turg, uh, who's still wailing, uh, walks a little bit closer and um, and doesn't see Rook because you've changed position. He's just trying to... And um, he's going... Two things are going to happen. This sickle appears in the air just next to uh, the barrels where Rook had been just a moment before and takes a slash and rakes across them and in the action causes a minute amount of spark as it just rakes across the metal of the barrels and that spark is just enough to ignite the flames as this massive explosion um rocks that whole area fortunately uh, actually the team that was damaged by you guys is still within range and pays the price Pretty sure they, they got pulled away huh they've been pulled back a little and um a rope ladder has been lowered down and they're um they're still two of them are still up and two of them are barely standing as they're trying to climb up this rope ladder on the far side to get out of this arena uh -huh. um to a oh. small door that's probably about 20 feet up in the air. And so some of them are up, but they get just shaken by this blast. It doesn't look like it drops them, but it definitely um, it shakes the whole area. This massive blast explodes out from that barrel. The second thing happens is this, this sickening purple, blistering, bubbling light just streaks across trying to hit Gex, because he can only see Gex, but it's with disadvantage. Oh, so, normally that would be a 21. However, the disadvantage, because you fell prone, he rolled a 1. <laughs> you lucky, lucky. Lucky duck. Although that was tactics. That was, that was brains, too. Yes. Blank pays off. Blank. Comes in handy all the time. Love the prone. Love the prone. All right. Follow Gex for more hacks. No kidding. So that purple thing just just above your head and strikes the wall behind and hits it with this and it it kind of little pops almost like purple bubbles um, kind of shimmer around the wall where it hit and the spikes on the wall just past your head there. Uh, but can you I definitely... Tell... Hmm? Can I tell where that originated? Like was... It was Turg. And he oh, cast um, Guiding Bolt at you, but missed. You lucky bastard. That would hurt. <laughs> that would hurt a lot. I'll take it. Yep. And the other thing, by the way, is Spiritual Weapon for anybody playing along at home. Alright, coming up next is 
Uh, I lost track. Is it Hilda? I think it's Hilda. Should be so. soon, anyway. All right, Hilda. What do you want to do? At this point, am I like up to my chest in this goo? Well, you're actually because you can wedge on the walls. It's just yeah. up to your knees, and you're actually stable for now. You're, you're kind of in a I... little crevice, so you're able to press against the walls and hold yourself from falling any further in. The dwarf, right. or sorry, yeah. the the human with the hand axes next to you does not have that luxury, and he's squirming around, and he's in up to his ankles upside down, so his feet are sticking out. Ooh. But he's kind of pivoting himself to try to bring his head up. So you can see his face is starting to come towards the surface. You can swim wow, in okay. this. It's just not Oh, fun. okay. Could you breathe in this? Because... <laughs> um, okay. So, let's see. What are some options here? So you can climb walls, up. Are the walls narrow enough that I can, like, kind of shimmy... I, you know what? I think they are. And this would be an excellent time to insert a sound effect. Parkour. Parkour. So you could you could brace against one side. You could use your axe and hammer or just your arms and legs and just pressure walk your way up if you want to. That would be an athletics check for the climb. You're about 10 okay. feet below the surface of the Let, um, let's, arena. Let's go with the athletics check then. Not that dice. That dice has screwed me over. <laughs> Ooh. Um, so that is a 20, 22. It's called stemming? I did not know that. That's cool. Thanks, Steve. The more rock climbing terminology. Yeah, man. So we stem. Stem that. Up. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And with a 24. Sorry, is that what you said? Uh, 22. 22. Absolutely. So you're using your your axe is probably more useful here. So you use it as a as, as a, a a little dig to get, and then you start wedging your legs and arms and you just start kind of spidering your way up this wall or stemming your way up these between this crevice and you manage to climb. Uh what's your yeah, you can do 15 feet so you can actually get all the way up to the top of it. The axe digs into the to the top and you get your upper body up over and you do a, a big you know uh, like you're coming out of a pool and uh <laughs> and you kind of stand up and you see the smoke from this explosion off to your left and take stock of where everybody is and the crowd actually spots you do this and you hear some of them start to yell and cheer I, she's not dead she's not dead yet <laughs> And you can actually, you can actually now hear somebody up there is using uh, thaumaturgy to kind of announce and do play-by-play. -play. Nobody's oh. heard this. They've been doing it the whole time, but you're only now able to take a few deep breaths in the heat of battle to notice. <laughs> awesome. Um, can I? looking around can i take a look at how the dual wielding human and the goliath are doing in this pool of goo um so the dual wielding human you look down and he's got his face up out and he's now trying to do the same thing you did uh and so it's going to take him a little while because he's about a, a, a round behind you as it were 
but okay. he's he's not nearly as good at as as you are. But he's managing to kind of get the basic idea, and he's levered himself up about waist high out, and he'd been fully submerged, and now he's back up. So the the human dual axe guy right near you, but below, he'll be okay. You look out, and the that the bard is sitting there breathing in slow, rasping gasps. The loot literally pinned, and blood just seeping around it as he's laying on the wooden bridge, um, and it's kind of slowly shifting up and down um you look down and all you see of the goliath is this hand sticking out of the the greenish black liquid and just and he does not look good Ooh, oh, oh no you can okay. see him under the surface these tendrils kind of wrapped around him what do you want to do Ooh. Well, You've used your movement. You still have an action and a bonus. Hmm. To add insult to injury, can I like pick something up and throw it at this human? Like I'm, I'm standing at the. <laughs> Absolutely. And remember, you have plot points. So what do you want to throw at him? There's debris. Ooh. There's um. Plot point. <laughs> there's an. A hand axe that he dropped. Oh, he dropped a hand axe? Yep. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I, I want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> you just pick it up, look down, and just drop it he on dropped him? it. <laughs> or do you, like, throw it at him to do damage? Okay, um, I am... It doesn't matter. Just roll attack. Yeah, okay. <laughs> okay. That is a 21. Oh, that hits. Go ahead and roll the d6 plus your strength or dex. Oh, no, it's strength, actually. Okay. You you do it super casual. Like, you just hold it out and just let it go. But the aim is true. <laughs> I'm like, you just dropped this over here. <laughs> um, it's a six, six damage. It's like a scene out of Home Alone. He's like, what? <laughs> oh, that hurts. All right. That, that, oh, that is so funny. That, that's enough. <laughs> and he starts to sink again. He's, he's still in the, uh, and his head is lulled to one side. If you wanted to do lethal damage or just knock him out? Uh, this is just, just knocking no. Sure. Like I, I only so it's like the like... hammer side of your hatchet hits him. Yeah. Just the bunk. And he's like... <laughs> All right, Tillman, <laughs> coming up next. All right, so I will move my 30 feet here. And I will cast sleep right about here, but so that the... So that Garrick could have... Go within the twenty feet, but not Marusa. Okay. Now, are you cast? Do you, can you upcast sleep? No, you're only level two. So, um, so yep. go ahead and make your rolls. He doesn't. He's a little damaged from his climb, but he's otherwise pretty fresh. Ouch. For twenty hit points. Twenty. Okay. 
All right. That so he's busy just climbing, and then you just see him slow down for a second. And he he gets his hand out, and it rakes along this iron spike. So he does take some damage from the from the tree as he kind of misses oh, his yeah. grip as he's distracted. Um, so he does does take three points of dam piercing damage from that. But unfortunately, in that kind of half falling and the, the damage that he takes as he relaxes, um, he that actually wakes him up again. He's like, <clears throat> and he he then is seems ready to resume his climb. Unfortunately, sleep did not take. All right, um, you know, if you position that differently, I don't know if you know this. You know where Harnessa is. You could have tried I to know. get her. Oh, I see. Yes, you were trying to. It splits, it splits right. the hit points. That makes sense. Never mind. I was just wondering. But okay. So unfortunately, it didn't take. You Do, do you have anything for a bonus you want to do? No, not this stage. All right. Uh, and that's your turn. Okay, we're going to go to the top of the order. Gex. Well, I should deep myself. Uh, <laughs> deep Turg's not really an issue anymore, right? So Turg? He's still an issue. He's still there. He just shot at you. He's still up. He's just barely okay. up. He's barely up, but he's he looks angry. Well <laughs> And like he's leaning on his staff pretty hard. So I'm gonna move myself to about here. Okay, so you kind of then, rush along to next to that uh, large concrete pillar with the fire on top. And then I'm going to shoot him again. Nice. Right in the something, in the other eye, ideally. <laughs> How'd you do? Oh, my bonus on that. Uh... So, 12, uh, 17. We got some. <laughs> nope, sorry. Uh, 17 does hit. I was just responding to Emily. Yeah, go for it. Um, 17 does hit. It doesn't hit his eye, but it does hit him. Uh, so, damage it is 9 this time. Oh, you rolled max six? Oh. Nice. This well one done. takes him in the chest, down. and he, again, there's that weird lag of him slowly. <laughs> He's an indestructible halfling. Looks down at this arrow sticking out of his chest, and then he just kind of goes to grab it again in his anger, and his hands just kind of don't quite close, and he starts, and the big human-sized quarterstaff type thing goes, starts to wobble, and then falls from his grip and he just kind of slouches to one side uh, and falls over and he is down uh, by the way what did you want lethal or non non-lethal arrow damage uh w he he wouldn't distinguish it's an arrow it does killing <laughs> <laughs> he's not quite dead yet but he's dying mm-hmm yeah. he slouches over nice job it, all right my, my past observations of him have not ingratiated him to me to me at all that's fair and the crowd goes ballistic 
Are you not entertained? <laughs> nice. All right. Uh, coming up yeah. next. I don't Rook. have any more movement. I'm assuming. Anyway. Uh, to get up, used about half no. your movement. I I was a bit yeah. generous in getting you there. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. You're good. good. That's kind of why I went towards the pillar to be yeah. sort of semi not exposed. All right. Rook comes padding up almost beside you, and when he appears there, you are scared just less. As he just kind of like, oh, God, <laughs> he's like, appears out of nowhere, just ghost-like, because you had no idea he was that stealthy. And I think he had a 24. Yeah, and I'm going to turn on Harnessa and let loose. Let all right. As she's climbing. You all get Gexville is this little hand just ever so slightly shove you, <laughs> shove your arm out of the way. Sickle. And... <laughs> yeah. Okay. With advantage, I assume. With advantage. Ooh. 25 is good. See if you can go for that crit. The 5 is not. Uh, 25 does hit. Uh, 26. 26 right. does hit. I was she, going for the as crit. As she's just... <sighs> cat climbing a tree. Now she's a cat getting 15. Oh. Whoa. All right. Wow. Ow. In the business, they call that bloodied. All Just right. Like, so she is. That's a pretty good roll. Yeah. That was pretty <laughs> good damage. Um, with all the sneak attack on top. And she scratches down the tree a good five feet from where she climbed up to. And she concentrates, grits her teeth, and just snarls. Um, and hisses at uh, down at you and, and clocks where you and Gex are and Cece both. All right, coming up next. Let's see. Uh, that's going to be them. So Harnissa looks over at Garrick and just and she says something in Orcish. So I'm not sure if you guys know what they say. Um, and he nods and he kind of grabs this. Um, one of the iron branches and kind of swings himself kind of around to kind of try to get some cover behind this tree. And then she kind of does the same move to get in behind the tree and um, just weaving in and out between the branches uh, as she goes climbing full speed up this tree. So she's going to do uh, 15. She was at 15, so she's now at 30. And she's actually going to spend her next turn... Um, so she's now at 45, so she's 15 feet below this, uh, the star that is the prize at the end of this competition. Um, Garrick uh, is... Sorry? Sorry about that, I just got back. No worries. Clips. So they're spending their turn trying to climb the tree and get cover behind it from your current position. So they can't quite get cover. Yeah, that was Harnissa. And okay. she's still up. She's hurt she's bloodied but she is uh snarling and hissing and climbing like her life depends on it and so is garrick on this turn actually you know what she's climbing at top speed and garrick who is about 20 feet up in the air grabs a branch swings plants his feet on another one and gets low and then just you know the knee drop where you where you crouch on your knees and then drop off so he gets as low as he can from about 15 feet up 
and goes landing at the bottom of the tree and pulls out his weapons and just turns nice. and looks and uh, and he calls up in Orcish um, for those who speak Orcish. I think somebody somebody does. Anybody speak Orcish? Nope. No. Nope. Not too bad in med school. Nope. All the you know it's funny. All the medical terms are in Orcish. It's almost like they're more used to dissecting people and got the chance to name the organs first. Yeah. <laughs> this world version of Latin is just Orcish. Yeah, there. That's right. canon. That is canon now. It's Orcish. It's Orcish now. Everything binomial nomenclature is Orcish. Exactly. So, um, yeah, you understand the key terms, and he's gonna. I'm gonna <laughs> you in the with the and that broken end of my boot. Can I even hear that where I am? <laughs> he's loud. He's a big loud uh, guy. Um, big loud. At which point, he's gonna use the last of his movement to go walking over here to where the bridge on the nearest side to you guys, um, he's going to walk towards it and kind of post up, preventing anybody from going across that bridge. And he's going back and forth between where Tillman is and then the opposite. It's kind of like an L-shaped bridge, one going almost north, the other one going almost uh, east. Um, and so Gex and Rook are off on the east side, uh, and then Tillman's on the north, and Garrick is guarding from both with his his weapons out. All right, that's their turn. Top of the order. Just, uh, oh, sorry. I was going to use the bonus, my bonus action to stealth. That's all. Go for it. Make your stealth roll. Coming up next is actually Hilda. Go ahead, Hilda. All right. Uh, I am going to start moving to the. I will oh, get me. Oh. So you can do um, six squares. Twenty. Is it twenty-five? Is it twenty-five or thirty? I always get that mixed up. Anybody know? My, my my character sheet was pretty messed up from the first time when we began, so it's still twenty-five. Um. Okay. So I think that's five squares, right? I think that's right. Yeah, that'll be five squares. And then you can spend your action to do another five. One, two, three. The, probably the most direct five. route. You could go up and around, or you could risk that bridge going across the middle. Ooh. Mm -hmm. What do you want to do? Yeah, doors. Thank you. I'm going to risk bridge all right so as we can see you hop over the uh the little cliff uh the little pit where the hu where you and the human had fallen in i'm gonna need an athletics check or acrobatics it's pretty low dc you you understand now that that was a bit of a trap <laughs> i'm gonna roll for acrobatics and that is going to give me a seven a seven oh a seven. really well uh, <laughs> all right should, should i roll the d4 <laughs> yes actually let's do that 
<laughs> it's blessed now. Um, okay, it's now an 11. <laughs> All right, well, that's that's above 10. And so how it works is you hop, but your legs don't push you quite as far as you need to go. So instead of landing on your feet on the far side, you kind of ungracefully kind of fall thrown for a second and then kind of stand up sheepishly as the audience is like, oh, oh, okay, she's okay. And and then you get back up again and you keep going. Uh, But you've lost, I'm going to say you lost uh, 10 feet of movement in that little snafu, unfortunately. So uh, you can only get, so that's 5, 10, 15, that's 25 to here. And then the next 25 will get you to the edge of the bridge um, down here as you, uh, I mean, yeah, that'll work. So you get there and uh, you're now toes just over the edge looking out at this rickety looking bridge. There are missing boards. This one is rope bridge, uh, but it does have hands, hand ropes as well. So you're like (laughs) able to kind of, but it's literally, it's the classic wooden bridge that's missing planks. But it will get you there a little faster than going around the other way. Can I take a moment before the end of my term to just go like, oh, all the paladin gods. <laughs> Absolutely. Let me make it <laughs> For sure. Let me uh, make it home. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. <laughs> it's, a, it's a drop. Hopefully they can hear you. Hopefully they can hear you all the way down here. Okay. Uh, coming up next. Tillman. I am going to do Toll the Dead on Harnisa. Oh, nice. Okay, so you're not even looking at Garrick. You look up past him, and you Toll well, the Dead. I, the logic being, you know, if well I done. target her, then he's going to come rushing at me, then he'll be at the mercy of the bridge. Absolutely, man. Good call. So I believe wisdom that's... Wisdom 12. Okay. All right. Um, hold on. Hold on. There we go. Oh, that's an 18. I'm sorry. It does well. not take effect. As you reach up to try to just, just distract, and you hear it go off, but it doesn't seem to, like, she kind of, you see the, the tuft of fur on her neck kind of go, stu- like, standing straight on end. She can, she can hear something, but it doesn't cause the damage, and she's just like... <sighs> And it seems to edge her on and make her want to climb even faster because she knows that trouble is coming. Do you want to do anything else? I'd love to taunt Garrick, but uh... <laughs> tell you what, yeah, that's a bonus action. Yeah, you can do it as a bonus action. Go for it. I'm gonna go with um... this would be intimidation. <laughs> I'm going to let this, because you're, well, how are you going to taunt him? And then I will tell you which stat you're going to use to roll. I want to try and go to his pride, essentially. Sure, Dave. What do you, what do you do? Hey man, I don't think you have the guts to cross this bridge. Come face me, man, to turtle. 
<laughs> he, he's listening. He can hear you. And he's just like, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> and what do you do? I can go through the crowd and say, Garrett uh, Gutless. <laughs> nice. You know what? Because <laughs> of the callback, I'm going to let you do a, per a performance roll again. <laughs> and here we go. Oh no! Oh, no. <laughs> okay, not all successes. It's all oh, right. Oh no! That's bad. <clears throat> so that's a negative two for our listeners at home. <laughs> it's it's written in giant red letters and numbers. <laughs> yep. Yep. Okay, so you start getting the chant going. And you turn around to, like, just pump them up, right? You're standing at the edge yeah. of the bridge. And you turn around, and let's just say for one moment, you lose concentration on where you are. And as you pivot around, um, <laughs> as you pivot around, your right foot, where you thought you were stepping on the ground, uh, just... It, your heel catches the edge of the wood plank at the edge of the bridge and then slips off and you're like <gasps> you're you're convinced like for just a second convinced you are about to fall to your death in this pit that you can look down and, and you know um, what do you do in this reaction, you've got a few, like a heartbeat as you're about, as you're convinced you're gonna fall. Um, try and orient myself back on the platform. Just get my balance. All right. Um, now, normally when you're about to go over the edge of something, um, when you're about to go over the edge of something, you have a couple of options. You can try to do acrobatics, or you could just fall prone and make sure you don't go over the edge. What do you want to do? I'm gonna fall prone. All right. I imagine that's like the equivalent of like fucking into the show. <laughs> it's true. Almost. <laughs> Not quite. I think there's a mechanic behind that, but absolutely. So you're like, ooh, and you you choose to fall prone at the edge, and you boom, on your on your back on your shell, and just slowly pivoting, and uh, the turtle has turtled. Exactly. And it turns out it was just the edge of this edge of the bridge, not that edge of the bridge. So you've actually fallen prone on the square where you are instead of over right dangling on the edge. Um, and so you had no real reason to. You just kind of lost your footing and like, oh, so that was your negative two. <laughs> and the crowd's like, maybe, maybe it will go, Garrick, to come and get me, seeing that I'm vulnerable and everything now. Maybe it's a success in disguise. You, you've fallen and you can't get up. No. And, and, and the crowd is busy chanting. And he's okay. I, yeah, I, I'm okay. Look at me spin. <laughs> All right. Alright, uh, so now you're you're flipped onto your shell portion and you're Yeah, like, you're you're ready to get up next round. Alright. 
Top of the order. Gex, what do you want to do? Well, <clears throat> where's her Nessa? She's hard to see. She's gone to the far side yeah. of the tree, so it's going to be really hard. The tree's getting thinner, though, so you might... It would be an extreme cover um, for the shot for her from where you are right now. But she's she's about 15 yeah. feet below the prize. If I run one, two, three, four, five. If I run and do some jumping... Mm-hmm. I think I could just barely make it to there. Okay. So according, um, according to this jump calculator, I have a horizontal leap of 18 feet if I ever run. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I forget you're real strong. So go ahead and do an acrobatics check for me. Or, I, sorry, see. either acrobatics or athletics. It's your choice. Oh, let's go with acrobatics. All right. It seems more flourishy. Get up to speed, go running, trying to do what she did a few minutes ago. 17 plus 5 is 22. Oh, and nice. Does Blast help me? <laughs> plus um, 3. Sure. I think I let it... I, Yeah, I don't know if it does or not, but I'll... You know, it's really cool here. Um, You definitely... You land, and you did that as good as she did. You didn't quite get the same distance as her, but it's... Yeah. Yeah, it was damned impressive. All right, so you are on the, you clear the distance, land on the edge, and you're just like, yeah. And they look up at her, and she's she's on a slight angle now, but you got a better angle now. We hit her now um, with your action. She's still got partial cover, plus two to her AC. So what, sorry, what did you say, Gord? You could probably now hit her with your action. Yeah, that's, uh, I think, going to be my next move, is to try to do the hitting of her. All right, make your roll. Uh, I'll have to short bow her. Get short bowed. <laughs> Get short bowed. <laughs> so, uh, 14. You can roll a d4. Oh, yes. Oh, you can add a d4. 15. 15. Oh. D4s don't really roll. They just kind of, like, plop down. Yeah, they just kind of plump. So, unfortunately, she's nimble at the best of times, wearing, like, leather armor. But her normal AC was 16. Um, And, uh, unfortunately, that is going to miss her. She also had cover, so really needed to roll pretty good to get her. So, um, unfortunately, that's not going to cut it. As the arrow glances off (laughs) one of the metal um, uh, spikes. And misses her. Sorry, dude. You do have a bonus. Pardon? I still have a bonus action? Yeah, you do. You can dash if you want to. You can leave your friends behind. (laughs) But if you don't dash, well, then you're going to crash. How far can I dash in a single? Dash is a full movement. Oh, so I'm going to one, two, five, six squares. I'm going to try to get onto the tree because I'm there. So I'll just right. kind of go like wherever that puts me. Yep. So you're kind of kitty corner to her. Uh, uh. Cool. If I can, if I can, I want to get around so I'm like directly under her. Sure. Um, so. Yeah, I'd allow that. Although for the visuals, I kind of liked you where you were because we'll okay, count that sure. as directly under. Um, right. 
Absolutely. So you're going to kind of follow in her handholds, but she is 45 feet above you. <laughs> yeah, but I can shoot, you know, directly up at her. Ooh, right, right in little, oh. little cat pucker. Ye <laughs> ye old long distance taint punch. <laughs> I'm sensing a theme. <laughs> All right, so uh, you, that's your turn. Uh, next up is Til. Uh, sorry, that was Gex Rook. All right. Um, can I see her from where I'm at? Uh, Harnissa. Is it like? Cover. She's got really good cover on the far side of the tree. You might be able to get her, but it's going to be a really, really big bump on her AC. You'll have to roll pretty damn high from that angle. Okay. If you but go if I down, move down, yeah, you would have yeah. a better angle from there. It'd be only partial cover. Yeah. If you can get to like here or below that, um, which is almost where Turg fell, yeah, you could do it from Thank cover there from here yeah and you actually have the cover of that little um kind of mm -hmm. ramshackle hut that's basically moving like 30 feet i think roughly yeah yeah oh can you hear All me right yep you're good oh the interweaves is not gordon's friend right now so he is in behind and i'm gonna say he's probably gonna stealth too Stop. so yeah man Hello? <laughs> Hello? Hello? Hello. Hi. Thanks, guys. Does she have partial cover from here? She has partial cover from there, but it's only plus two to her AC from where you are now. And you get to stealth if you want to. Mm -hmm. um, can I hit her from here? Sorry, I, that was interweaves. really problematic tonight. No worries, man. Yes, you can hit. Roll the dice. Okay. Make the hitting. Roll. Oof. 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 <laughs> Oof. <laughs> you, you are blessed. Oh, and you were stealthing, so yeah, you would have rolled twice, but unfortunately you rolled the same number twice. Yeah. No, exactly. So I miss. Yeah. Uh, that's going to be uh, a 12, and that's not going to do it, unfortunately. Sorry, the arrow. Yeah. You don't hit Gex. So no. that's helpful. Win. Yes. And I'm going to go with my bonus action, just stealth again. All right. Yep. Nice. Nice. So moral that stealths. Wait, oh, oh, my God. You're a ghost again. The crowd keeps <laughs> losing. Again, I only have one more shot at her. Mm -hmm. oh, well. All right. He just. He just flits in and out of existence. That's kind of yeah. his. Yeah, it's just almost ghostly and just. You're like, wah! God! <laughs> Alright, nice. Okay, coming up next is them. So, first, Garrick. He catches Gex's landing out of the corner of his eye. And he's like, kind of looking over at the turtle, just busy on his back. And he says, and stay down. And then he turns and runs towards Gex. And, well, that's the bridge. I'm grabbing the bridge. There we go. And he pulls the entire bridge with him. No. Bridge with him. Yeah, he's that No strong. one's coming on this island. <laughs> Why is that confounded bridge? 
If I can't have it, no man can. Um, so he goes rushing over to where Gex is. Now, Gex, you you didn't get very high that last round. You're only about five feet in the air at the moment, just starting your climb. And so he just comes in and just lays into you, just rips oh. it up. Um, so he's going to take a swing with his um, wicked-looking blade. Uh, that's going to be a 17 to hit. Yeah, that's a hit. Okay. And then he's also going to use his offhand. You see him go, and he's got this meat hook looking thing in there that he had been using to climb a little bit. Um, like Peter Pan style, like Captain Hook. Uh, but this is just one he holds. And so it's an offhand. He doesn't get a bonus, but he gets it. Uh, it doesn't get any um, modifiers to it. Uh, but he did crit with it. So he hits with both. Okay, so let's resolve the grit first. Good news, not adding any modifiers to this. So it's just a two, doubled to four. So four points of piercing damage as he just gets the hook in your thigh as you try to climb. And then he just comes at you with the blade. Uh, and that's the 17. And it's slender, but it's essentially a longsword. And that's going to be eight points of slashing damage. How are you doing? What happens when I go into the negative? <laughs> well, you fall unconscious. And then you'll start doing death saves. So he just... And so he slashes you first. And you're like... <laughs> and then he gets the hook in your leg and just heaves you off the tree. And then he starts to spin oh no <laughs> yeah i need to be doing death saves here I guess. in a in a moment you will so we'll get we'll resolve that in just a second all right coming up next now would be a um, good time to cast sleep on her i don't have any more spell slots oh. Oh. so she's 15 feet away and she's just like <laughs> mad scramble to get to the top and she just leaps in the last five feet and grabs this thing and just goes flying up past the precipice of the tree, holding this giant, this glowing thing that's about the size of a softball, but it's jagged edges like it was broken off something. And the lights in the whole room kind of flicker and move as this brilliant star-like thing. And she's now five, ten feet in the air above the tree, holding it aloft. And then she brings it down and gets one, clutches it, kind of like a football, into, to her chest as she's falling down. And she grabs for the edge of the tree as she starts to make her fall. And with the precision grace of, of that only a cat could have, she comes down and grabs the pinnacle spike and her claws just sh raking as she does this slow pirouette down this good 10-foot section and then lands softly on the branch nearest the top, this long branch, and she's perched way up there, almost a good, probably a good 50 feet in the air, almost directly above where Gex is, and she's holding this thing, and the crowd just loses their mind. <laughs> All right. 
there's this loud trumpet call. Um, all I have is this. And and the whole place erupts in applause, and she goes padding across. Uh, coming up next, Hilda. All right. You have to take it somewhere? You don't... They didn't... They, you have to get it, was the rule. Uh-huh. So they have won the contest. You do have a few seconds, though, that, you know, maybe there could be a fumble or something. I don't know. Butt fumble. Okay. Uh, You're pretty would... far from all of this. Yeah, if, if I were to make my way across the bridge. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. So it's 25 to the far edge of the bridge. The crowd is just going nuts. With... So I make it to the other side of the bridge. Yep. And I am going to, in a fit of frustration, pull out one of my stashed hand axes. Okay. And just... Let out like a final like chuck to the air <laughs> as a last attempt to I don't know it's something. You know, All right, go for it. Like um, so you let out this battle cry. Go ahead, give us a shout or something. What do you ah! say? <laughs> and <laughs> nice. And uh, go ahead and roll. Let throw it it. loose. Now, this is pretty long distance. What's that distance? Uh, that has to be at least like 60. And then up. So it's just on the extreme edge of your long range. So it's going to be at dis a disadvantage. But you can go ahead and throw it. Okay. And you are blessed. Okay. So that will be a 19. 19. She is out in the open. That's going to hit her. Go ahead oh. and roll your d6 damage plus your strength. <laughs> Just out of the, the crowd's all like, yeah. And this hand axe. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that's a nine. Ooh, wow. <laughs> what is up with the lucky rolls? Good <laughs> luck, good luck. Wild rolling. Wow. Okay. Th did not expect that. And she's holding this thing aloft, all cocky, <laughs> and this hand act <laughs> right in the low back. And she Ooh. starts to lose her balance. And let's see if she can manage to stay up. She was walking on this thing, all cocky. And you just hit her unexpectedly. Um, I'm saying she's rolling this with disadvantage, which gets Ooh. to 10. Which is what just I will consider to be a fumble. Oh. Oh. So... <laughs> couple things happen. So she's out here on the perch of this tree branch, just 
howling it up for the crowd, gets hit by the hand axe, loses her balance, and everyone, the whole place, just like, <gasps> as she's like, does one of the pinwheel things, and the tail starts going wild to try and keep her balance, and then she pitches forward, and she has to make a choice. Is she going oh. to fall or drop the star? And she's going to, uh, she, she literally growls as she starts to tumble and then let's go and uses her both arms to grab the bottom of this branch and dangle from it. Just, she just lets out this scream <laughs> in frustration and the star falls. A little plinko in amongst the the iron branches. Pink, 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 pink. And then the last clack as it hits the ground, and um, a little a little flash goes off, a little like spark, and everyone's just and everything shudders for a second. I'm gonna get everyone to do a wisdom saving throw, please. Ooh, wisdom saving throw. You are blessed. So you can add the blessed to this. Ouch. Does that include unconscious people? <laughs> I think you can roll it at disadvantage, sir. Nineteen. Mm. All oh, right. That's a good. Um, I rolled a ten. With the D4? With the D4 included. Okay. All right. So, um, Gordon, or rather, uh, Rook, will resolve you in just a second. Gex, you are already, uh, like, fading consciousness as you're starting to feel the wind in your, uh, uh whistle across your face, in your beard, um, and you're just... There's this, you see this spark of light as this thing hits the ground and a little piece breaks off, just like, and it causes this weird pulse of light and then darkness and then light again. It's like this really intense strobe effect. And all you can kind of see there, Gex, is this flash of light that kind of half brings you to for a second. Um, just long enough to realize what Garrick is doing which we'll resolve in a second. Um, Rook, you are at a distance, and so it takes you a second to see this pulse as it echoes out from where it hit the ground, and you've seen this sort of thing once before. <sighs> the sudden pulse, not as intense as what you saw before, but a small little area around that globe that where it hit which is probably about 10 feet away from just north of Garrick where it impacted and this five foot orb blooms out for a second and then fades almost like mist burning off and all of your friends gasp in your head and you're just like and you hear the echoes of the last words of your of your best friend for a second 
Oh, come on. It's all right. You're, we're gonna be fine. Ah! And then you and you hear this this flash, this scream of another friend of yours. <laughs> and after a few seconds, those echoes fade, and you're left kind of panting in the like on, almost hands and knees, even though you're a good like fifty feet away right now. Hilda, you see the pulse of light. And it goes off, and you're at such a distance, it doesn't really blind you, but it, after the initial flash, you expect your vision to come back, and for a second, all you see is swirling, swirling mists. And you're having trouble holding air in your lungs for a moment. I'm going to need you to do an acrobatics check for me. Oh, actually, a dexterity saving throw. Dexterity saving throw, Hilda. Okay. Oh, jeez. Thirteen? That's enough. As you start to stumble backwards and across your, your hip, you feel the rope from the bridge. Even though you can't see, you're in this weird swirling mist but you bump into that bridge and your hand grabs it and you're like, okay, I remember this. And it steadies you. So you do not fall backwards into the pit. Um, who else? Who else? Tillman. Tillman with a nine. Did you roll a d4 as well? I don't. I can't bless myself. It's uh, three other creatures. Okay. Tillman, you're on your back and you hear these screams. You hear many voices cry out and the swirling, echoing, terrible <sighs> sucking sound for a second. And if you had hair, it would have been like drawn in the direction of the wind, sucking inwards towards where this chip happened. And you hear someone saying, oh, come on. It's, it's not going to be that bad. We'll be a, oh, God. A voice. You and you, and after a few seconds, you're just lost in this swirling mist. Good news is, you're kind of swimming on your back on your shell, so you can't fall or harm yourself. But you are essentially immobilized for the next foreseeable few few minutes, like a minute or two. Not sure which way is up or down. You just know that you're kind of trapped on your back. Like that turtle in the sun, trapped on the road. Someone oh. flip him over, but no one comes. Oh. Oh. All right. I'm not okay. <laughs> you're you're all snapped out of this. A couple of heartbeats later, as Garrick, with the hook in his thigh, and he's dropped his longsword to grab the Goliath Gex by the arm just starts spinning round and round and you hear this growing roar as he yells as he spins him just and then shot puts him um but Garrick can't see either so he's gonna throw you in a random direction Steve do me a favor I'm gonna ask you to roll a d12 cause yeah d12s are good for something I'm just discovering this I mean, besides damage. Four. Okay. Whatever that means. Four o'clock. 
on the clock. So one, one. that's a 12 is straight up. One, two, three is sideways. Four. Ugh, that's not that great. Good. Okay, Yikes. so let's see how far he manages to throw you. He's a very oh, strong half orc. Ooh, that's a that's a lot. Okay, so you go oh. 20 feet. Five. I weigh ten. 400 pounds if that makes a difference. He's really strong and he shot, like, swirled you. 15. 20. Oh my god. You hit the far side. He threw you over at the base of this tower and you hit the tower that one of the tall pillars that, that illuminates the area. You hit it. You can't see it, but you hit it and you slide down and there's a tiny little lip at the base and you slump against that. And like half of your body sloshes over the side and dangles, but you are not against all odds in the pit. <laughs> you, sir, are a <laughs> mostly dead. Can I get you to do a death save, please? Because I yeah. believe in insult to injury. What am I rolling here? A D10, a D20, and you need to roll over a 10. Oh, 11. <laughs> oh, you have successfully so, saved one so death save. Um, uh, I'm, I'm actually going to be mean and make you do another death save. Because okay. when he flung you, you took a little bit of damage. Effectively fall damage when you hit that tower. Hey, oh. I got this uh. one's a 12. A 12? Okay. So the first one was like, oh no. And you manage to stay alive, and boom, you land on your head, and then your body kind of goes over, and your legs are dangling over the pit, and your upper body's just uh, at the base of the pillar. But you are still alive, and you've done two death saves. You're, you're all right. That's that's great. Okay. I have to do one more, don't I? Or I need one uh, more success. You're not dead. Yeah, exactly. All right. That is top of the there. order. Top of the order. Gex. Oh, sorry, Tillman. Ooh. Tillman. Oh, Tillman, sorry. You're on your yeah, back. Yeah, man. I, on your show. I, I am. Tillman, um, I am curious to know what's going through your mind as you see the swirling gray mists and you spin on your back. I can't see shit. Except for the mist. It, it's familiar. You've been on this bad trip before. Okay, but so I'm immobilized, or is it? Um, you're so blinded, and you can move. You're gonna have to spend half your turn getting up, or half your speed getting up. That's fine. I'll do that. And you are blind, but you can kind of feel your way around. You feel the step where you had originally tripped, so you can kind of get uh. the basic idea of like which direction is up and down. And uh, which, you know, where the island is. Yeah. I'm not going to risk that. <laughs> All right, man. He, he's got. Oh, fuck, man. Uh, well, he's blind, so he can't really do anything. Um, so... I'll tell you what. You could. I would let you do a constitution save to see if you can kind of uh, clear your vision. 
Ooh. And you can add a d4 to that if you want to. But you did succeed. You're yeah. fine. So after a few All seconds, right. you kind of give your head a shake, rub your eyes, and your vision starts to clear enough that you can kind of see. I'm going to say uh, that was your bonus action. So if you if you have an action you want to do, what do you want? You can see the glowing past. orb. Sorry? Do I see the shadow of Garrick or behind it? or? Um, you see Garrick and the tree kind of as silhouettes or uh, uh, in the glassly glow. But where you see this yellow thing that I'm drawing in right now, that is the glowing, although it's more white than yellow. Um, you can see this glowing ball of light uh, and another smaller, littler chunk kind of glowing a little bit. Actually, not there. Um, a smaller chunk has actually landed on the bridge, the little piece that broke oh. off of it. And it's only 10 feet, of, 10, maybe 12 feet away on the bridge. It looks like it's it might fall any second as the bridge just kind of shifts a little. It's two wooden planks, uh, two wooden beams with planks in between. Do you want to risk it? No one else seems to have seen this. Fuck, man, he's always curious. I got 15 feet of movement left. <laughs> so, yeah, he's uh, he's going to go for it. All right. I'm going to ask you to do acrobatics or athletics. Let's go with athletics. <laughs> I'll give you this. If you crawl, you'll have advantage. All right, I'll, do that. I'll crawl. Like a turtle. I get to wait. Alright. <laughs> Alright. So the okay. 15. The the whole wooden platform like sways with your weight as you're climbing. It's like I uh, you go crawling out there. You have to reach your hand out at the very last second, really as far as you can reach out of your shell. And your hand just closes over this tiny glowing orb. It's actually just a, a, a sliver that is broken off. And you reach out. You palm it. Oh. And it you can kind of contain its light within your fist. It doesn't seem like anybody's noticed that. You now have it in your possession. And you can mark it down on your sheet. <laughs> Glowing shard of star. Yep. All right. Meanwhile, next up, top of the order, Gex. Death save, please, sir. That's the third death save? It is. Oh. He's been successful so far. That was a two. Mark down a failure. That is a failure. I it have is. failed. You're still breathing, but you start to slip away. And your body, just for dramatic effects, shifts a little further into the pit. All right. Thankfully, it was not a one. Thankfully, it was not. Rook, what do you right. want to do? Your vision has I cleared. I see the prize. You I do. see what's going on. And I am going to use my movement to leap across and then dash to the glowing 
All one right. for the prize. Five, oh, 10, use an acrobatics 15. Pack. Acrobatics check, please. Yeah, I mean, I can basically... You can get well, there I'll in have to make... just regular movement. You don't even... Are you yeah. doing a bonus to dash? Or do you want to well, use your movement? My plan, my plan is to do a running leap, acrobatics flip on, scoop up the orb, and dash away from them. Nice. All right. So make but it in, an acrobatics in a way. Yeah. or athletics check, please. And I'm going to use the knowledge of a past life. Nice. Wow. Just because. You got this. 28. Man. You got this. It's yours. Go on. <laughs> Stay confident. You just need to 28? believe. Oh, yeah. Do you believe? Oh, yeah. I believe. All right. So you get a 28. Damn. So here's what happens. Garrick, having just flung that guy off and just kind of rubbing at his eyes, trying to see, sees the brilliant light of this thing and smiles this toothy grin. Harnissa, dangling directly above him, calls down, Get it, you fool! And he goes stumbling forward and he starts to reach out and the crowd is losing their nugget as this is all happening. They're just like, on again, off again. It's too dramatic. They're all just like, <laughs> and, nice, nice timing. And he's just barely able to see. He's rubbing his eye. He reaches out to get this, and this little wisp shadow just anime style just leaps over this cliff and lands at this thing. Just boom, grabs it in a tuck and just keeps moving at top speed. It's just disappeared as the orc was reaching out to grab this thing and just, just what the heck? and you just keep going um where do you want to go you've got your 30 bits of movement i'm so i'm basically as i have it just kind of like rate like basically raising it and i am using my bonus action and my action to dash okay where do you want to go there's a bridge directly to your north. Tillman is busy crawling across. There's another one back the way you came. Um, and it's... it's the back. Yeah, it's it's basically... Um, because, or because you if can we, go around the Tillman. tree and try to get over these, this barrel and make a yeah. leap for the far side. You could try that if you want to be extra dramatic. Or you can go back around the tree. Where do you want to go? Uh, I'm gonna go the safe route and go down the the stairs. Um, oh, and uh, the south. Actually, south you end? know what? Yeah, you know what? I guess I could be extra dramatic. I still have the orb. Or you <laughs> could go. You can literally go over Tillman, just like yeah, run over. Oh, him. he's crawling. He's crawling. <laughs> okay, I was worried that like he was like standing up. So I'm just gonna go over Tillman. I'm just gonna go keep dashing forward and i'm just gonna do you know a leap like basically like just acrobatics on my shelf. way all the way down and across <laughs> use him use him for leverage all right exactly but not so fast because you were within five feet of garrick now he's partly blinded so he's going to be at a minus to his attack but oh, as well, you leave can I his just range, disengage you've already spent your bonus uh fair enough all right so he is it not at disadvantage because he not fully blinded 
but he's at a minus to his attack roll. Here we go. All right. He's he, that's okay. Does a seventeen hit your AC? He rolled pretty good. A seventeen would hit my AC. Oh, my AC wait, hold on. Sorry, I misread and miscalculated my head. Normally it'd be an eighteen on his hit, but he was at a minus two for partly blinded. Does a sixteen? Hit your AC. Nope, my AC is 17. Do me a favor. I need you to pick a color. Orange or green? <laughs> uh, orange. Why not? Yeah, orange dice. The numbers on the on the dice are a nine and a nineteen. And the orange was the nineteen. <gasps> he reaches out yeah, with that captain hook dice. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he reaches oh. out with the captain hook thing just to try to get you in the shoulder, and it just misses your shoulder. And it catches your cape, like your cloak. And it just, and it tugs for a second and then tears. Your cloak is just flapping behind you and you are not slowed down or stopped and you take no damage. And you take your prize and you just book it to the far side of that bridge, running the whole Basically, way. Yeah, doing a flying leap off of the shell and going <laughs> landing on the other side, like with the prize in the air. And you stop just short of another small pit that is just passed. I don't know if anybody noticed that. Um, you're like, whoa, and the spikes there. You catch it. You're just the euphoria of the crowd. Almost, you're almost looking up and you see the spike at the last second and skid to a halt on the far side of the bridge. And you hold up the thing and the crowd just goes crazy and the horns go and it is everybody's just losing that's the only horn i have um and they just lose their freaking mind (laughs) as as the you can now hear the announcer making the call and in a stunning turn of events team well i don't know the last sub team what was their name again Acquaintances. I can't hear you. I'm at the top. Yell it again. What is Such your name? Strange. Strange questions. He's gonna get you. To, he's getting you to yell it. Okay. What, what are you? Strange acquaintances. The strange. Acquaintances! <laughs> and you, you look at the crowd just losing their mind, and as you take it all in, you look back and you see murder in the eyes of Garrick. And then Hernessa just to the ground beside him lands, and they 
she kind of puts her paw on his shoulder, and they both just <sighs> look totally defeated as the crowd is just losing their mind. And uh, you're quickly swept up. Uh, people come in from these hidden doors, uh, 10 or 15 feet up, mounted in the sides, very well hidden. And you see a, mm -hmm. a swarm of, of these various peoples come in. And uh, everyone is super, super, like, efficient, as though this happens all the time. And they run in, and they start to scoop people up. And Gex, I need, there is enough time, I need you to do another death save. Death save, death save. Can I do a lay on hands? Yeah. Oh, will that help me somehow? Well, I, I let's say in the speed of things, Hilda's walking forward, taking in all of this. She's like taking it in, just like, wow. And then you look over and you see Gex dangling on the edge, like, so you go rushing over. But in that time, I did you need you to do a, dex, uh, a death save. How'd it go? 13. You pass. That's three. So you're stable at zero. And at that moment, um, Hilda comes walking over. Oh, I, I got the weird one on. Hold on. Hilda comes walking over and lays her hand on your uh, face, right? That was the thing. Yeah, 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 face. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and your nose is just mashed to one side and then pulse of healing energy flows into you. And you, you come back to consciousness with how many hit points? It says you, you can do can up to restore, 10, I think. You can restore a total number of hit points equal to your paladin level is five. Okay, so up to 10. So, you, all right. So you come back with ten points of hit of hit are <laughs> returned. Ten points of hit. I am now officially always wording it that way. Um, <laughs> all right, and then you know the the attendants come and swoop you up, and that you see somebody with this really long hook, and and a, a couple of them trying to scoop out, and they manage to pull the human out. And they, they slap the bard until they come to, and they feed him a healing potion, and his loot is permanently damaged, but he'll survive. And Harnissa and Garrick just look so mad. Oh my god. Um, and Harnissa kind of puts on... Um, she kind of begrudgingly gives this little nod over to Rook, and then overcomes Hilda, like holding up Gex as he's like stumbling into the and you're all ushered back into the back rooms behind the scenes leaving the sound of the of the crowd behind you and oh. you can sorry go ahead Tillman so before that so uh, yeah Tillman was just looking at uh, and Garrick and just goes heart I'll nod back and I'll give her like a you know, a quick sign like, uh, you know, like, good game. And she signs back. It, it's literally sign language. GG. Yeah. All right. And that concludes the gauntlet, but not the story, as you're ushered back. Now, quickly, you see Turnbull, the, uh, the kind of slightly rotund older man uh, wearing blue robes that you that introduced you. He's the kind of the master of ceremonies. Uh, he's also um, in charge of all this. And he ushers, he meets you after a time. And you get 
wine and 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 uh, food and you get bandages and people come and clean up your gear and and you're quickly given these nice fancy fluffy robes um terry cloth like terry cloth terry cloth robes and these nice fuzzy slippers and you are just hampered uh as and all the people are garrick and hernessa and even uh the other two and turg is sitting there he's still alive but he is rough and he has lost the eye uh Klieg managed to get to him before he totally died because uh, he had dispatched the elven that uh, woman that he'd been battling and came running up and licked the wounds of turg keeping him barely alive but he's lost the eye and it's it's about the same he just he still looks really rough um even <laughs> even more than before and yet now so there aren't any hard feelings turnbull um there's he's, he's They'll be kept over there. Yeah, we like to keep people in separate rooms at the end in case there's any hard feelings. Uh, congratulations. <laughs> I must say, as the underdogs, the bets were very much against you. Um, so <laughs> whoever bet on you made a killing tonight. And uh, I, I see a bright future for you, you strange acquaintances. Now, the, the prize money is yours. I... We'll need the artifact back, though. Okay, yeah. And I hand the artifact back. And I say, <laughs> We like the to. cave must have been lucky. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Well, thank you. And really, again, good job. He kind of pats you on the arm. You know, you, you could write your own ticket now that you've made a name for yourselves here. All the nobles who saw you were going to be looking, considering you for any contracts. Of course, you're welcome to come back and compete any time at the gauntlet. But if you want to take them up on their offers, well, the way is open. There are certain other tasks that might be open before you. But tonight, we don't need to talk business. Instead, here, cheers to the strange acquaintances. May they be good friends. <laughs> to your fortune. So you're left partying the night away. Healing uh, is available for anybody who needs it. And uh, after a very blurry drunk on for anybody who chooses to partake, um, nobles come by. It's all a blur at this point. You meet noble after noble um you can it, you take part in any kind of revel you want you want uh, whether that's a uh, wine or smoke or mushrooms off your shell or uh company and companionship you you get your pick for the evening um and you're celebrated in what you can only assume is an underground kind of inn of some kind but you have no idea how you got there it's just like what what um and uh, after a while, the party starts to die down. And depending on whether you choose to go into the soft, um, soft bedding of a beautiful catered room, or whether you just blackout drunk and you wake up in the bed the next day, the next day you feel revived. You feel stronger, more experienced, and you all level up to level three. 
Now, we're going to probably wrap it up there for the evening. Um, thanks very much for playing, guys. That was fun. Thanks. Now, you can think about where you want to go next time. I meant it when I say you're going to have a bunch of job offers if you do, do so choose. And we can go into that later. Um, I'm going to get one last roll of the night. Tillman. I'm going to ask you to roll either Arcana or religion. Alright, give me one second here. In the meantime, uh, the rest of you, if you want to uh, either you guys live or the internet, if I can figure out how to make the chat go, um, I closed that for some reason. But anyway, um, yeah, that, that should not have closed. Sorry, folks. Uh, if, I, if you've been making suggestions, I've been missing them. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Uh, but... Uh, we do need a name for tonight's episode. So if you want to go ahead and and make a suggestion, anybody here? And also, what was that? 17? Yep. All right. So, you, sir, are no stranger to going on trips. Metaphorical, literal, chemical. And so, there's something strange. Uh, which one did you roll, by the way? Religion or Arcana? Uh, religion. Okay. You've gone on these trips and spoken to various entities, either actually on some kind of spirit journey, or perhaps just tripping balls. But along the way, you've had experience trying to make sense of the other world, things beyond the veil. And it's a little synesthesia when you encounter these things. Different senses triggering. Different colors, different smells. You'd have to say that this... In that moment when the, the shard broke off, and you're, you're inspecting it now in a quiet moment in the inn, it glows... It's jagged edge where it broke off. And it's got a smell. A spiritual kind of sense to it. This is a... This is a planar item. This has... been in the presence of beings not of this world. And when it broke and you saw those visions, and you heard those voices, you know, deep in your shell, you know that you had heard the voices of the dead calling out. Uh, man, these voices again? <laughs> <laughs> Not again. <laughs> they want this time. Rook. What? You're a little further along the bar, having a drink, uh, celebrating, and you're just quietly enjoying the scene, 
Um, and your friends are there. And they're congratulating you. Cat smiling, that winning smile. And they've and you've got uh, what's his name? Angel. Angel, yeah. Yeah, Angel's across from you. Uh, kind of just just a little down, off to your right. And he smiles at you. Says, "You did good in there. Couldn't have done better myself, kid." Nice work. Keep your wits about you, and you'll do all right. And then Tillman says, what did you say again just a moment ago? Like, voices. What do the voices want this time? And Angel turns to him and says, I want what I can't have. I want what I can't have. <laughs> Just like old times. And Tillman and Rook can both see and hear him. Whoa. <laughs> As I just look at them, like, whoa. And you both look at each other and see each other looking at him. And whoa. you both look back to where he was, kind of between you. And he's gone, just as he often comes and goes. And that friend. Oh, go ahead. I just didn't ask. You saw my friend? Yes. (laughs) At least now I know I'm not crazy. Hey, man, don't discount it too fast. I don't know what's <laughs> happening. <laughs> and scene. That's going to be our, our show tonight. <laughs> Bull bam. All right. Anybody have a name for tonight's episode? By the way, lovely. Love it. <laughs> that was fun. A fumble in a win? I don't know. <laughs> fumble in That's a win? Nice one. That is pretty yeah. good. Fumble in the win, yeah. And I, I like the fact that you all had your moment. Like that hand axe. Dude, I did not oh, expect that to clutch. land. Clutch. <laughs> and the leaf clutch. and snatch. Like like legit anime moments. Just that was, that was fun. And you got your little shard that you get to keep. That's cool. And Gex, you got long 20 feet. <laughs> That's yeah, a new yeah. life experience. The airborne Goliath. <laughs> the poor I guess like we each get two, we each get two fifty. I guess if we split evenly. Yep. Mm. And uh, and and you've got the little shard of the artifact that normally you wouldn't get to keep. So nice job there. All right. So I think, what was the name again, Gordon? One more time. A fumble and a win. A fumble and a win. And with that, we're gonna wrap it up. All right, thanks for playing, everybody. And we are exactly midnight. That never happens. Wow. I'm, I'm shocked. <laughs> All right, well, thanks very much, everybody. Uh, and thanks again, Internet, for joining us. I'm just going to sign us off. Don't forget to stick around for the uh, credits for the Creative Commons music that have been scrolling by. Um, Got to give credit where credit is due. And don't forget, you can always catch up on our previous games. This has been Episode 3 of Fumble and a Win. 
and uh, join us next week. If you get the chance, check it out online as well. And we'd love for you to join us live. All right, take care. Take care, be safe, and we'll see you next week. Good night, everybody.